drinking beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted. Episode 33. It's the difference between winning and losing, guys. <laughs> winning and losing. <laughs> I believe that it's inside my fucking head and will be till the fucking dead. Self-control, redeem yourself. What's up, Veteran Gamers? We are back. With another edition of the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and... Talk shit, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm your host, Andy, and of course, I am joined by my best friend, Ray. Best player in the world. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's the At my house. <laughs> in your own shower. In my own shower. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hero to yourself and a legend in your own shower. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, we... <laughs> already off topic i don't even know what to do <laughs> we're doing intro man intro. yeah we're doing the intro <laughs> so we have, we have a really big show um we're wait at this point we're waiting for um next week we can look forward to some tau action some more tau on tau action yes sir we're gonna have actual people that know what like actual tournament play is in uh the eighth edition meta unlike alex that you guys had to suffer through yeah we brought in alex because you know we felt bad for him his little puppy i already got uh keith berry from relentless d which is if you remember nikhil nikhil from relentless d it's a top competitive team they all have their own little circle there's a guy in there called brandon something or other some brandon grant or some shit i don't know yeah supposedly he's good but apparently that's who they talk around and talk about all their strategy. So we're going to get them in here and hopefully try to peel some of that strategy from his mind. I'm still trying to talk to Nikhil to see if we can maybe get both of them in here. I don't know, but uh, Keith has already agreed. That'd be great because uh, we got some good feedback from the Nikhil episode. People really seem to like his commentary and his thoughts on um, the Thousand Sons, of course. And the beer he brought was actually it was good beer. A little pricey though. I went and looked it up. You went to go look it up. Yeah, I looked it up. It's oh. like at, at the local store. Like well, I don't a, think you really need a lot of it because that one that I drank was yeah, I was, I was feeling pretty good after fucking that what a eight or nine whatever. Yeah, I think. yeah. But um, I looked it up. I went to uh, Total Wine and More to pick up. I was like, let me pick some more of this, and it was like individual bottles, like three fifty for a twelve ounce bottle. Jeez. Yeah. So Nick Hill, you high roller baller, bringing in like expensive beer, the pricey shit. Well, I mean, he's I, welcome back anytime. <laughs> I hope I can I can talk him into coming too because I kind of want to get like maybe like a game with him. Like even if we just do a doubles real quick, sure, just to see like Tao on the table. Because I mean, I probably see some gay shit from Alex yeah, by the yeah. time we get them in. Bunch but of they'll bring tides. actual yeah. shit that's like really good. Yeah, and kind kind of see, and then you'll be able to see his army. And his Nikhil's army is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, it's stomping all over my tyrannids. Like like Keith, fucking paint shitty as fuck. <laughs> Like it's garbage, but he plays pretty good. So. But but Nick Hill, he's pays to have his shit shit painted up. Well, yeah, he writes fucking a books on how he wants his shit painted. Right, a, a forty page um, Google document on how it he does wants his pay shit off, painted. Though. If you if you would see these towel models, you would specifically like towel just because of these. I'm sure, but like he spent like how many hours writing up like how he wants his shit painted. In that time, he probably could have gained a couple of techniques to make his painting better. Maybe, but <laughs> the end result of his I'm sure. bibliography that he gave to this painter, the best army I have seen to date. No joke. It's well, amazing. Well, I hope he shows up. Nick Hill, I'm calling you out. Show up. Bring your towel. You probably already heard, me, heard from me by now. Cause well, now he's hearing from me there you go. on the show. Because I know he listens to the show. He loves the show. Yeah. And I love him that he loves the show. I think you love anybody. 
that gives you attention. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm a giant attention whore. <laughs> Give me attention, beer, or money. I'm a giant typical, whore. Typical liberal. Yeah, typical libtard. <laughs> I'm like I'm like that whore or that prostitute on the on the side of the corner. I've had daddy issues. You know, I'm just looking for attention. Well, daddy issue girls are always the best ones and the easiest ones. You can do you so give much. them some attention, but you throw in an insult, they're all over you. Then there's butt stuff. Always butt stuff. <laughs> it's always butt stuff. <laughs> always butt stuff. Uh, but in today's show, we're going to have some after-action review. Those are our games played. We have quite a few. I have some few to talk about. You, I know we have a bunch to talk about. Um, then we'll have yeah. some maximum effort. Um, I'll have some stuff to talk about. You shot me a shit ton of fucking show notes, so I'm kind of confused on it. <laughs> Which ones I wrote on what, but yeah. Oh, and actually, in the after-action review, I'm going to bring in my wife, Tiffany, to talk real quick about some of the stuff she's doing with AOS. How she beat you. Yeah, how she beat me. Yeah. yeah. The, the the end result is sitting on the table right there in the other uh, room. Well, I rolled, I think, Tiffany's dice, and uh, there was a lot of sixes in there. There was like, a pretty good six. Yeah. Did she get yeah. them from Amazon? Uh, yeah, she got the Chessex dice. Oh, Amazon sells uh, loaded dice. I don't know. I might want to check uh, Okay, her. I'll check her dice and make sure there's, there's still some ones and twos in there. <laughs> yeah, those are the non-cheater ones. Yeah. But we'll do some after-action review. I'm going to bring my wife, Tiffany, in real briefly to talk about some stuff she did with AOS. And then we're going to do some maximum effort. Actually, Tiffany's in the other room doing some maximum effort right now, getting her shit up to three-color minimum and doing the slow-grow league. Yeah, I'm supposed to be in the slow-grow. I don't know if I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. That's right. My plan is don't give you a shooting phase. And you won't be able to re-roll to hit and the wounds against me. So. Yeah, there you go. And I can game the little gamer's arsenal system. As long as I put some bases on shit, I can re-roll ones to wound on painted on unbased models in the 40k. So uh yeah, I might just have a whole bunch of gray plastic <laughs> bottles with based <laughs> with bases. But think of it as some gamers arsenal um events. Uh Alex There's talking. A lot. There's a lot. He's pumping out. Yeah, there's a ton of shit. If, if you're in the... If he's not pumping his own dick, he's pumping out events. He's pumping out events. There's a ton of shit going on at Gamer's Arsenal. So if you're a miniatures player, you need to show up at Gamer's Arsenal because there is a ton of shit going down. Um, the Gamer's Arsenal Slow Grow AOS League began March 3rd, but um, the next meeting is April 7th. If you miss the first week, there's no penalty for missing the first week. So you can show up. My wife and I are both playing in that league. Um, the slow grow for the AOS. Um, there's a slow grow 40 K league that began on March 10th. I'm not sure if there's also no penalty for that one. There wasn't a whole lot of people at that first meeting. So I'm sure if you reached out to the organizers like Tyler or Alex at the gamers arsenal, um, they could, you could probably join the slow grow league for the second meeting of that. And it's once a month for this one. I'll be playing in there and not Eldar. So yeah, you're going to be playing Tyranids, right? Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. We'll go to talk some Tyranid talk. I'm happy about that. How I win and you lose? <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> I'm bringing some game, homie. I'm bringing some game. I told you, I did, when you when you invited me to be on part of the team, I said I was not going to let you guys down. I have not let you down yet. No, you gave me a, an actual person to play against. I can see what fuck Tyranids do now. Yeah, but I have not I have not been two and three at a major. I did good at SoCal. I showed up. I represent well. I didn't make it to LVO. All right, so work. next step, win uh, Rotten. That's what I'm aiming for. There you go. You think it's not going to I Like I already told you in a text sometime this week that it's either going to be Tyranids or a Gilman gun line. And it's only because of fucking terrain. The terrain and the new rules. Yeah. And, and, and the, the definitely restrictions that they have. Sure. Sure. Uh, if they allow Tau, Tau has a good possibility too. Maybe with the new town with all the shooting, able, they'll be able to see the whole table yeah. of the shooting, yeah, and yeah. they'll have cover. Yeah, we'll see when the new codec comes out, what people come up with. But that's going to be a for broadside. I think it's going to be a tough army to play against. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, Gamers Arsenal, they also had the 30K Pride of the Legion narrative event. Uh, that began on March 11th, but it's a narrative event, so I'm sure you can jump in and jump out as you want to. So if you're cool. playing some 30K, um, which is a pretty decent 30K community. If you're thinking about getting into 30K, there's a pretty decent 30K community out here in the um, in the French Valley, Temecula, Murrieta region. Yeah, that's, that's one thing about the Gamers Arsenal. Like, he, Alex himself, is... Like invested in all the miniature parts. So like I, I've seen other stores where like they're really into 40k and like AOS, but then the 30k is like kind of like here's your corner, mm-hmm. right? Like go ahead and they like get mad at people that use tables and yell at people. Um, that Alex doesn't do that. Like he he will make the extra room to get you guys in. He he's fully uh, involved in the 30k community and making sure that they have their own days. Which I don't see that at most stores. Yeah. So he built Gamers Arsenal to be a place for tabletop to be done. I mean, you can still get your... He's getting his magic together. He's got his... It's like I played Pokemon the other day. So he's getting his cards together. um, But he really built Gamers Arsenal to be a place for miniature gamers to come and play. Because we take up so much room with the tables and everything. There's got to be room. And he's really dedicated it to that. So he's got a passion for the tabletop. Um, So if you're playing 30K, the narrative event looks like a ton of fun. And obviously, I'm I'm a... I moderate the the gamers arsenal page too, so I get the notifications that he gets. And uh, there's people coming in for D and D. They reserve tables, and that's that's the thing uh, at Arsenal. You can reserve a table and make sure you always have that table, so you can have your group. And I mean, the group there for D and D is like really big. From what I get out of the text, obviously I don't reply because that's Alex's thing. Sure, but I do get to see what's going on. And there's D and D stuff. There's Pathfinder stuff. There's there's still some X Wing. The X Wing is kind of like I guess there was some like big regional or something. So this this month has been kind of slow for that. But all types of miniature games, man. All types. Yeah, the X Wing was actually one of the first groups to really get up and running at gamers. Even before they opened up the doors, before they actually had a shop open and running, they were playing X Wing there. Yeah. There was shit hanging from the ceilings, and they were playing X Wing in his shop. So, I mean, there's sh- tons of shit for the um the the but that, tabletop that goes players. To the commitment of Alex of uh, making it for the miniatures, right? Like mm-hmm. making sure that there's the room and the place to play, come together, yeah, and, and build that community. So show up at Gamers Arsenal, try some some of these games. If you're looking to try some of these games. The slow grow leagues or the narrative events are a perfect way to introduce yourself to these games. Yeah, um, any any slow grow slow grow league or narrative is perfect for startups like you're saying is because there's also a lot of restrictions on them so you don't get like you know the neck beard in there like ultra gaming the system and yeah just winning well we'll talk about the slow grow league because tiffany's going to come and she's going to talk about her experience with the slow grow league i never played aos before and i played in the slow grow league and i learned a lot um so it's a but it's a great way to get started if you're looking to play a new system it's a great way to get going um for painters out there, for guys like me who like to paint, uh, Gamers Arsenal has a monthly painting competition. Um, Phil won the last one with the Malign Portends uh, release of their new models. Uh, but the next uh, painting competition... And he sucks at painting. He's so, terrible. I mean, if you'd come in and just like know how to do three colors, you'd beat him. Yeah, yeah, you would. He's he, terrible. He's, he's god horrible. He even tried to stay away from red and still horrible. Well, his fat fingers get in the way. <laughs> Yeah, that and he's trying to eat Cheetos the whole time. <laughs> eat Cheetos. So there's Cheeto dust all over yeah, everything. Cheetos, he's trying to say that those were effects. That he those was effects. Using. It's just know. Cheeto dust. Right, right. But uh, the next Gamers Arsenal painting competition, when this releases, will be on Saturday, March 24th. will be the day after this releases. Um, so if you're looking to come in and just do a little painting, maybe win something, um, go and check that out. And then, of course, we've got the Gamers Arsenal 40K RT on March 25th, which Ray is TOing. 
Always. Always TOing. Uh, super competitive mindset TO. So just have that mindset. And uh, also the you're talking about the event coming up this month. This is coming up before that, right? Yeah. Okay. So this month at the end, uh, the 25th of March. Uh, for sure you just said that. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing into the notes right now. That's so. cool. <laughs> I'm drinking into the uh, notes right now. So. Uh, so what I what I'm doing is obviously we always do ITC stuff because that's what's predominant over here on the West Coast and come get your ITC points, yeah. ITC points, restrictions, army bill, and all that. But we are throwing in chess clocks. Really? Now, if you are not a ultra competitive person, don't don't let that persuade you because it's not chess clock on every table. So what we're doing is we're doing ranked tables, right? So if you win, you go up on the table. So the actual if you're on table one, it's a good sign. It means you're at the top of sure. The, and if you're on table eight, hey, you're going for that wooden spoon, right? Right. Um, but to get good after round one, so after round one and lunch, uh, round twos and three, the top two tables will have chess clocks on them, which, okay. w- which would be your four people that have winning records already. And then obviously in round three, it'll be people actually contending to place. So I think it's very important. Those people obviously have more competitive mindsets, I would assume, or at least understanding of list building correctly. And if you're one of those people that is not competitive, but you find yourself on the first two tables, it mm. may be something you might want to like take familiarize into account yourself and you with. might need to familiarize yourself because obviously you you understand the game enough to place this high. Sure. So now you need to understand the the stuff that big tournaments are going to be using that you, you obviously could do well at. If sure. You're, or if you're, I mean, winning an RTT is not like the end all be all accomplishments because it'd be luck or whatever. But if you're still making it up there, you're making right decisions. You're building your list correctly. You're playing well. Yeah. You're playing well. So when you go to RTTs, you could do, or not RT, sorry, like bigger tournaments, GTs, GTs and majors, and majors, you could do well. <clears throat> so that's, that's what we're doing there. There is going to be chess clocks on the last two tables. Okay. And be holding to all the restrictions. Uh, if you look at the Gamers Arsenal's Facebook page and the events, I have it in the description, the info about the event. There's a link to the rules that we'll be using, which is the ITC stuff. If you know how to navigate through the ITC page, um, just go ahead and go to Frontline and find it that way. We're using the exact same way, straight out of the book. Um, highly recommend. It's the first time using ranked tables. I've never done that. So I kind of have to, kind of gives me a different, I guess take when I build the tables, right? Because before I was trying to build all tables evenly, sure, right? Because you want the ITC ITC feel because you never know where that last game is going to be at. You know, but playing a game, you know, you turn, you know, say you play table one, the mm-hmm. free game one, you play really shitty, you, you you hit your 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 exact counter matchup, right? So you played shitty, but maybe game two. Right, you come and you play. You're still, you might still be in contention for some placing in like third place, right? Yeah, but especially if you, if you tie, right? Especially if you tied or the game was close, game one, right? So then you come back game two, you can smash your opponent, right? But if you don't have the table set up evenly, now there may be another unfair advantage that happens to you. Yeah. So, so me as a TO looking at the events as being ranked now, I can make sure my, you know, my first three tables are to the book. ITC regulated, you know, seven train pieces and line of sight ruins and a mixture, right? But my my last table, if I'm doing 16, 18 players, um, we're probably going to cap it at 18 since we had 16 last time and then there was two more that we had to turn away. So we're going to cap it at 18. My ninth table can be like a super scenic lava terrain 
where lava train looks really awesome. Not functional. But not functional. <laughs> it looks pretty. It looks cool. And it's cool to play on, especially when there's two painted armies. It, it's definitely cool. It just She looks hot, but she's saving herself for marriage. <laughs> oh, that, that chick. Not functional. I'm going to move on from that. <laughs> Jesus. Too much effort. Too much effort. You're going to buy her three drinks, and the other night she's like, oh, I'm saving myself for marriage. Well, fuck you and your goddamn $12 <laughs> drinks. <laughs> so and that's going to be that table. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that table is. <laughs> Themed, right? Right. And it looks cool, but that's it. So cool. but but I think that would be cool for the people that are obviously, you know, down there either they're still learning the game, so it's not putting the minute micro managing of movement and where to place your models and stuff, and it looks really cool. And you're learning the game because when you're learning the game, you're just really learning about your own damn units and yeah. what the fucking role. You don't want to know like you're in a ruin. I can see you, but I can't see you. Oh, I'm going to charge you, but this is an infantry unit, so I have these minute rules. There's a lot of little things that actually come upon 40k. I like this idea. Have you thought about, and I know it's really hard because you're TOing in an entire event, but maybe spending a little extra time at maybe this table if we have 18? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Well, like if, you, if you kind of hovered more around this table. Well, that's, and, I, I mean, I know the last event, and that's, I've came to the conclusion that if we have over eight people, I cannot play in it. Sure. Because my last event, I mean, Adam was there. And he, I tried to get him in the event, but he was like, no, I'll TO it. So I was like, all right, I'd want to play. But I don't think it's something I'm going to do if it's over eight people because it becomes way too. There's a lot to manage in a tournament that's, I mean, even with like 16 people, there's a whole whole lot to manage, you know. And, um, you know, the first tournament they had at Gamers Arsenal, I was like, I brought an army, but I wasn't really expecting to play. I brought, if we have an odd amount, I'll go ahead and play. Because I really wanted the first event to be like. You guys were like the night before you guys were stressing about like terrain and the tables and everything. I was like, if there's an odd amount, I'll play. But if there's an even amount, I'll let it go. Cause I don't want it to be either Ray has to jump in and play, or we have to have someone take a buy. You know, I wanted to be able to like, and if I had to, I can jump in and help out if I needed to. Yeah. Right. But like when you're hosting uh, an event, <laughs> there's a whole lot going on. So I, I you know, you talked about it, say, Hey, look, there's more than eight. I can't go ahead and play. Yeah, this. I, I, I just can't. And, because I mean that you have to keep time, you gotta answer questions, you gotta and that's the one thing that I like to do that I like to pride myself. Cause like in the first event, I was touching every table. Come over, look if it whoever wasn't turn it was, I would talk to the other person and make sure everything was going fine. And I was able to make those quick rules. Like I mean, I made one on your table that yeah. you did, and that was just me walking by. Yeah. Right? And that's what I like to do as a TO, and that's what I think a TO of a smaller like RTT should be doing and not playing. So like I kind of went against myself and it was kind of like a kick in the ass saying like, this is why you don't do this. Yeah. Cause I was so disconnected from the event that it was pretty much, I wasn't the TO. Yeah. But I think this is a good idea. If you step away from it, you don't play. If you have more than eight, we have like 16 or 18. That if you hovered around that bottom table, maybe cause you know so much about the game, you know so much about all the armies, you may be able to help these two guys who are maybe lower tier players get good and improve their game. You may not, telling people how to play, but like kind of guiding the game a little bit. So if you hovered around maybe this bottom table a little bit, you could help guide their game a little better. Maybe they play faster, you know, maybe. They, so when they get to the point where they have to use a chess clock, if they got good, right? Get good. They get good, right? Well, you, if you're going to come to the game as Arsenal and you play there a lot, I'm going to get you good. 
we're going to get good. I think that's the point. And I think if you, if you were to able, I'm not trying to tell you what to do in your own tournament or anything, but I thought if you were to hover on maybe that bottom table a little bit, No, I, I, I totally like now that I'm thinking about rank tables and stuff. And I've already obviously thought about all this stuff. Cause now I am using rank tables hovering around at the bottom tables. It's going to be, it's going to be weird. Cause like when I was not using rank tables and you hover around, you see people like that are really good on table seven, and then table four and table one. So, like, you're getting a mix, like, bag of what you're walking into, right? Right. But if you're using rank tables, you know that once I go up here, I can be this type of person, mm-hmm. T.O. And then once I start walking down, I can get more lenient. And then I can walk and get more stricter. And then it, it changes the way you T.O. But the one problem I do have with the rank tables, and at least this event, now that we're introducing a chess sure. box... Is that I think I'm gonna have to stay more in the middle to where I can hear what's going on in the top tables, because I don't think they're gonna be fully familiar with the chess box. I was just gonna say too because we had that that problem with the last event where we had James Carmona and his opponent were having an argument at the table. Yeah. You know, which for me I was fine with. And, the, and and that's what the thing is too is that the higher tables usually have those arguments. They're gonna have those arguments, and you're gonna be able to step in. Yeah. And squash that but what i'm saying is if you designed the room where the bottom table and the top table are pretty close we're close to like next to each other you could probably hover between those two and the four around it like if you put like a one two three four five six seven eight nine ten right down the line yeah i know you can't see me on radio but i'm you know making it's a two line. straight lines of two straight lines of tables that if you hung between tables one two nine and ten you know, you'd be covering the two gambits of the room. Yeah. And so maybe some people on table five may have a question that you have to jump over. But if you hovered between one and 10, you would cover the top players and the bottom players. And you could do pretty much focus on the two areas that are going to need you the most. You know, I don't know. I've never run a tournament before. I don't know how it works, but I'm just thinking about the room and how it works. And those top tables are going to have those rules arguments. Well, they have the the top tables have the minute rules arguments were like i'm trying to do this but he didn't say that and then it comes down to intangible step you need to be able to step in right away make a ruling and squash it on the spot because there's still only two and a half hours to play this game Mm -hmm. because i remember that last time those guys spent a good amount of time arguing but what's funny though with the chess clock like and we'll get into it in the game sure the games played is that uh there's a time Mm -hmm. and you can argue this sure but we're on your time. But still, the thing is, that it's also a TO. You want people to have either the top table or the bottom table have good feelings about the event. Yeah. And if the they wasted their chess way. clock arguing about a rules decision, right? Either I pause the clock, but the clock is still two and a half hours long. Yep. Right? It does not change because I'm having a rules discussion and we pause the clock. The game is still two and a half hours. You need to be able to step in as a TO and make a ruling right now. No, you can't do that. Yes, you can do that. Move on. Yeah, and stand by it. Right. And say, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but that's the ruling. Mm-hmm. You have two and a half hours, go. Roll dice. Mm-hmm. And you'd be able to tell them, too, the reason I'm making this ruling is this is the rule. This is how I interpret it. And you have two and a half hours. Start rolling dice. <laughs> and yeah. I think if you point it to them that way, they're like, okay, cool. Fuck. I lost this ruling, but I need to keep rolling dice. <laughs> yeah, but that's the same thing in big tournaments, even at LVO, two, uh, not this past one, but the last one before that, where there has stuff come up and I, and it's kind of funny, Heidi. Heidi even brought it up to where, like, I say this, I go, sure, go ahead, and it's kind of like she hears me say that stuff, and she's like, it's pretty much you're telling them 
fuck you, you're wrong, but whatever, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got it made me laugh because I was like, actually, that is what I'm thinking. Like, like, sure, whatever. And I'm like half rolling my eyes, right? Yeah, but I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna continue to beat you, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen that look. <laughs> I've seen that look. So. Well, those are the events. We kind of we get a little off there, but that was a good discussion about uh, upcoming tournaments. And actually, we're gonna have a show coming up where we're gonna talk about um, kind of the the changes, the rules that are happening, chess clocks, um, different tournaments, how they're running their tournaments, and how they're trying to match up with the slow play issue, um, broadside bash, and the rules they're bringing in. So we're gonna be a show in the future about that. So be stay tuned for that. But until then, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, get some fresh beer. Oh, of course, what we were drinking. I almost forgot. Kind of a repeat from last week. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, okay. Um, Ray is drinking. He's not a big fan of the stouts. Um, so he is drinking the Latitude. I don't like drinking mud, all right? You're just not a fan of stouts. You know, everyone's got their beer variety that they enjoy, and I get that and I understand that. So understanding, we've, we've done a couple shows, Ray. I think I know what kind of beer you like at this point. So I try to tailor my beer selection around what you like and what I think my guests will like. So Ray is drinking the Latitude 33 Blood Orange yeah, but that's IPA. because you're a host. I am a you host. you have a host mindset? I do. I care. I do not. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. I, I, I barbecue here at the house all the time. I'm hosting events and parties. Like I just like people to come and hang Which out. Which is kind of funny. Time. You're a host and I'm a T.O. You are. <laughs> Which is kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing, but I... <laughs> but for if if different reasons. <laughs> but you like to please people. I just say these are the fucking rules. I like to get down in there. I like to get to the clitoris and please people. <laughs> That's what I do. So Ray is drinking the Latitude 33 Blood Orange IPA. I've had this before. It's fantastic. Um, so delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, it's the morning time. So he's having a little bit of orange juice. I'm having coffee. I am having the... It's not the morning time. It's about like, you know, five somewhere. Wines Brewing uh, Get Roasted Coffee Stout. Um, I enjoy a nice stout. I'm having this room temp. It's very nice. And uh, Gross. Yeah, stouts should be drunk at room temp. It's like um, your Guinnesses, your stout beers should be had at room temperature. The reason why they make um, like Coors Light, for instance, super cold is because when the cold hits your tongue, it kills your taste buds. So you don't taste how bad the beer actually is. But with a thicker beer like a stout or a milk stout, you should have it at room temperature. You can actually have it in a frosted glass and it creates more foam. And the foam at the top is actually um, like the um, the whipped cream at the top of like a uh, hot chocolate. But you're actually supposed to drink beer in a glass. You're supposed to pour it super hard and create a big, a lot of head. You know how I like head. So, I mean, you know, that's the way it's I supposed to be I don't personally know that, but I heard. Well, if you know me, you know I like a lot of head. <laughs> So, but that's what we'll be drinking. We'll talk about it at the end of the show. Let you know what we thought about it. So, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with some after action review. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. I'm here with my best buddy, Ray. Hey, what's up? Hey, and we're here to talk to you about Gamers Arsenal. Ray, tell me about, a little bit about Gamers Arsenal. Gamers Arsenal, a place to, you know, go and play competitively. You can go, you can find me there. You can get some good hardcore uh, competitive games in there. Get that practice. Uh, get your AOS stuff. Get your uh, X-Wing stuff there, too. You got the good uh, X-Wing community. 
So our good buddy Alex, of course, opened up Gamers Arsenal for a place for gamers to be, you know, in our local community. Maybe there wasn't always space for tabletop gamers. So there wasn't always space for X-Wing gamers. But now there's space for everybody. We got space. Alex opened up space for, if you can play Magic, you can play Magic there. You want to play Pokemon, you can play Pokemon. You want to play X-Wing, you want to play 40K, you want to play competitive, you want to play friendly. There's space for everyone at Gamers Arsenal. No, if you're playing friendly, don't 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 talk to me. <laughs> Just go find someone else. Go, go find, find, go find else. Alex. Yeah, go find Alex. You can find Gamers Arsenal online on their Facebook page at the Gamers Arsenal. Yeah, I, I moderate that. So, uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> go with that. Uh, we'll hope to see you guys all at Gamers Arsenal. Until then, ladies, bag of dicks. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I've peed and broken the seal. I try to get five seconds of silence, and Ray just can't do it. From episode one to episode thirty-three, it's too long. Dude. <laughs> too long. Oh, poor Heidi. That's what you tell Heidi all the time. Five <laughs> seconds is just too long. Too long. Too much effort. I mean, come on. So for this segment, I brought in my wife, Tiffany. Heyo! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Nice, very nice. Now, for some after action review, um, if you listen back to even episode, even back to the veteran gamer, the original one with our buddy Jason, for me and you were on for an episode. It was one episode. Yeah, and there another was, episode that got lost. There's a lost episode. I talked about how I try right, to make. It was boring. Don't worry about yeah, it. it was, He's yeah. following in his footsteps with those lost episodes. Yeah, he I he do lost, have a lost episode. You have one. The Francisco episode. Yeah. It's very upsetting because he was white girl wasted. Love Francisco. Was, you guys try to say I was white? No, I was not. No, you there's you, Francisco. You can't too. see it on video, but you're pumping your Those are fun, man. Those are fun. <laughs> Do you ever get drunk and play Fortnite? I know I'm a big PUBG player, but get drunk and play Fortnite, that's just fun. Yeah, it's like PUBG only yeah. It's not a good game. It's just really colorful. It's really colorful. But anyway, so we're here with the action after action review, if I can speak. Um, but I brought in my wife, Tiffany, because if you listen back even to the Veteran Gamer, I talk about how I try to make my hobby a family thing. You know, um, superimpose what's that? your hobby onto people around you. I do. I do. That was a big word for you. Right? I like that. I don't that. really know what it meant, but... <laughs> It makes him feel less guilty about I, I spending figured. all of his time doing this well, hobby. Well, you know, I have a hobby, and I spend a lot of time doing it. If I can include my family, like my wife and my kids in it, it's like I'm getting family time at the same time. We're doing things together. You know, uh, some guys get their kids into sports or cars or video games, and I've this is my hobby, and I try to get my family involved, too. So my kids collecting models. Jack um, is painting and collecting. Logan has painted a couple of models. And now Tiffany is fully engaged in Age of Sigmar. With the tree people, right? The tree people. Fully engaged. Fully engaged. Like balls deep into Age of Sigmar. Interesting. Not just a tip anymore. We were balls deep in Age of Sigmar. It's always good. So I decided to bring Tiffany. the first pump, right? Yeah. After that. Well, you know, the first pump you do just a tip. Just see if you like it. Right? And then That's the first pump. That's the tease. And then you give half, half hole. Go half. (laughs) Half, half whole, <laughs> right? <There's> a- <laughs> half, and that's why you have five kids. Half whole, okay. That's pro tip. Just a tip, then half, half whole. Okay, got it. Just, just a pro tip, just right keep there. Keep repeating that to yourself throughout the day. You'll get it. All right, yeah. So it prevents that whole like I'm balls deep, like pump one, and then I blow my load. 
Because it it happens. Prevent any of that. Shots fired. Shots fired. That's exactly so, what happened. Anyway, I brought, yeah, I brought my wife Tiffany in to kind of badmouth my you. talk shit about me because this is the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and talks shit. So now everyone knows I'm a bad lover. Oh. <laughs> Everybody send your condolences to Tiffany through the through the lovely Facebook. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna start my own GoFundMe again. Yeah, go- for a better dick. <laughs> I don't know. You could, you could possibly. I think you can buy those. Yeah, you can. You can. There's there's yeah. plenty of those online. You can get if you can get fake boobs. I'm pretty sure you can get a fake dick. You could. There's plenty so of watch them. Watch this one show about hospitals. <laughs> and this person couldn't get an MRI because he had metal in his dick. Because it was a fake dick. Metal. Metal. Metal yeah. in his metal. dick. Yeah. That's that's pretty serious. Yeah. That's a one solid, it's one solid dick. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's pretty interesting. So anyway, after actual reviews, <laughs> so we're talking about games we have played. So, um, I'll go ahead and lead off. Since sure. I don't usually have a whole lot to talk about, but I've like I you're, told you're you, you're actually proud of your actual reviews because you actually win your games now. Well, you know, I talked about spring training. How it's my goal to be... Oh, spoiler alert. He wins his games now. I now win my games. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Fuck. <laughs> but I decided that this year he, I'm going to focus on Tyranids. He and struts it, around here like uh, John Travolta yeah. Saturday Night Fever. Like, boom, boom, boom. That, that he's half... You, you, you know that that's like his theme song, too, in his head when he's walking around. Like, tell by the way I use my... Okay. You should have said my gamers are when I beat Hayden. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I decided that, that I was going to focus on Tyranids this year because I didn't play a whole lot of Tyranids last year. And I still ended up top 25 on the West Coast. I was like, shit, if I just focus down and just really focus on my main chick Tyranids, I could be pop, you know, top 10 world or top 10 US. You could be Papa US. Yeah, top 10 US. I, I, that's doable. Not world. <laughs> pop 10. <laughs> Continue. You didn't hear it. <laughs> But I could be top 10 Tyranids in the U.S. Like, that's doable. That's a doable goal. So I did focus on it. Um, so I decided to buckle down and get some games played. You know, I forsake your Dungeons & Dragons night Yeah. to focus on this. Cool. I have a goal, yeah. you know? You know, do my own best. By the way, Dungeons & Dragons, I hate rogues. I <laughs> fucking hate, like, little fucking girls. <laughs> God damn it. So, um, of course, I got a game with Ray a couple weeks back. Well, two weeks back. You showed up to my house with my Did brand already, new table. We didn't talk about it already? We have not talked about it yet. All right. So, yeah. I showed up to your house. Well, that was a while ago. Two weeks ago. Was it? That was three. Yeah, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah. Sure. It was on Wednesday, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was on the, one of my days off. One of your days off. Yeah. yeah. You showed up. It and was my ass off here. I yeah. think that was your tactic to get me really cold so I didn't think correctly. Well, you don't like difficult changes in temperature. No. So you were just, you showed up with like flip-flops and everything. I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm winning this game. I got this. <laughs> it's fucking cold. <laughs> and then that's when the, the bomb was dropped about Broadside Bash and all that. Now I had a bitch about that for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that same was day the same they dropped day. the rules about the Inari and the Broadside Bash. That's going to be in a future episode. Um You'll talk about a little bit. I'm sure you'll talk a little bit about it, but we'll get deeper in a future episode about how the broadside is ran by a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Who's allowing us to podcast at his at his event? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Thanks. You say you're an idiot there too. I don't give a fuck. What the fuck are you gonna do? So uh, Ray came over and you played. 
I you, you tried to play a little bit. It wasn't. It was a little bit of of what. It's it's Nick's not advisors. It's just short of fucking uh, a warlock to put my farsinger on a bike. Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially the winning LVO list minus a you know one piece. One piece. Yeah. Yeah, one piece lowers my drop. Yeah, more mobility. Yeah. So you came over, um, and uh, I forget what mission we were playing. Where you have one objective, I have one objective. No, we're the IT mission. I don't know what number it was, but it was the one where you have a home objective. Your opponent has the other objective, and the bonus is hold your opponent's, opponent's objective, which is really which hard is to do. Basically impossible. But I got close, and we also now we did roll for deployment. Yes. We- and we rolled the the football length one. The football length one. And yeah. I was like, we already played that tournament. We kind of already know yeah, that's gonna go. How that's gonna go. Um, so we rolled again, and then we actually happened to turn out to be the best one for you. Which Dawn of the, War. The Dawn of War. The best one actually for me is Vanguard. Really? Yeah. For Tyranids, with, with my list, well, I guess it kind of corners your opponent into a corner. It puts them in a corner and allows me to get three. I get three corners right away. And by turn one, I have all four table corners. Got it. So I can yeah, get I recon like real fast. And so, if you you put the right mission in there too, with like so then the, you should also like the squares. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, that's a good one too. But anyway, we played that one. Um, uh, I did win the roll to go first. And I let you go first because I really think I could shoot you off table already. I already know my army can do that. Right now. It would have made a difference. Maybe I should have won since it was on a disadvantage. But you went first. I think I won the roll to roll go first. I'm pretty sure I gave it to you. Did you? Okay. Doesn't matter. You went first. Yeah, I went first. Fight, fight, fight. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Already providing something for the show. This is great. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, turn one, I think I did everything I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I've talked about the stratagem where um, you can, if you're outside of three inches, so you kill a unit, and if you're outside of three inches, you can move and advance as if it was your movement phase. Mm-hmm. So you put a unit of rangers, or was it? Um, I, put a, I put a unit of cabalite warriors in front of, because I, I deployed everything. When you're shining spears, yeah. Because against Tyranny, it's kind of hard to know the play or have anything off the board. So I put the shining spears behind the cabalite warriors, but they were like 12 inches from each other because the Kevlar was on the board or on the deployment line and then my shine spears were all the way on the board edge yeah um just so like you couldn't do that i did forget about the three inch the other move again so i did forget about that yeah so you were outside of three i moved and advanced on my gene stealers assaulted and killed the fuck out of those cavalite warriors yeah anything touches them they yeah die. and then i was able to use that stratagem to move advance and i doubled my advance uh-huh my double advance was not as good as it usually is. I only got to move a 16-inch move instead of a 20-inch move. Mm-hmm. But it got me very, very close to your objective. And when we went over the game, if you would have did it with the other guys. Or yeah. uh, or if you would have charged more advantageous. when you Because, I mean, you had a 20-man unit of Gene Slurs. You don't need all those to kill fucking fucking yeah, cavalry 19, orders. yeah. I mean, 10's even overkill. You could have used the extra movement from the charge to have at least 10 of your gene stealers go towards the objective already. Sure. And you would have definitely been holding the bonus, and you would have got the bonus. Yeah. And that, that's, one of the, that's one of the things I'm trying to learn about the assault phase is where to move my guys in the more advantageous position to do the extra thing afterwards. Because mm-hmm. for gene stealers, it's not a problem. Will I kill it? Yes, I'm killing the fuck out of this unit. It's what I do afterwards, yep. right? And that's the big thing. It's those micro movements in, and we talked about it after. It's the micro movements in the assault phase that I still that need you're to. Still 
still learning. I'm still learning. I need to work on, and that's going to really perfect my game. Um, so, you know, after that happened, I pretty much had the entire board at that point. You didn't. You had the whole board. You didn't have the whole. You didn't have the game on turn one, but on turn two, you definitely did. Uh, what it? There was another huge error that for some reason. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but on round three, I could have possibly dug back out. Maybe, because, I mean, you weren't ahead of me by a lot of points until turn four. And that was because I, for some reason, thought I couldn't shoot at uh, Flying Hive Tyrants. Flying Hive Tyrants, yeah. Because the Gene Steelers didn't die in their combat. Right. There was, like, I don't know, like two or something, two or three left. And you for some, you, forgot, I, the, you I, forgot the Flying Hive Tyrants were 12 wounds instead yeah, of nine. Instead of nine. So I didn't shoot at them, and there was, like, three Hive Tyrants still flying around. Yeah. Which I could have definitely killed two of them. And then the two uh, Tranifexes or whatever that you had would have had to charge yeah. the Wave Serpents. That's why I put them where they were mm-hmm. in that building. I don't know. I don't think it really would have mattered. Like I said, you pretty much had the game locked down. It, w- it would have been a dig out from a pretty substantial hole on turn two. But, yeah, you beat me. Yeah. So, Gene Steelers are doing what they want them to do. They're, they're we pl- did, though, on that turn to go super long. We we played really long. Yeah, we played long. But, but like it, I said, you you had the game like in turn two. We, we were playing, though, you know, for fun. You were testing out something. I was testing out stuff. You know, we were playing for fun. We weren't playing a two and a half hour yeah. hardcore ITC game. Well, again, like I said, you, you pretty much had it on turn two. So, um, yeah. So, that was the first time. It, it was a momentous occasion. It's the first time I've beaten Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only one more tower that needs to fall, and that's I have not beaten Alex yet. Only because like the easiest tower. I haven't, I haven't played. It's like him. a sandcastle. Even play still. Uh, he's going to start playing. Guarantee <laughs> it now. Other than with himself. I can't wait to beat his new list too. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. But like Alex is like a sandcastle that's been built like two weeks ago and still kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> Just the wind will bring it down. Uh, so that was my game with Ray, um, and. Tiffany and I, my wife, we went to Alex's uh, Gamers Arsenal, AOS. Gamers Arsenal? I'm a little drunk. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. Gayars? I'm never... Yeah, Gayars. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Andy's dad. Yeah. <laughs> she, Tiffany hates it. <laughs> she hates that. <laughs> but we went to uh, Alex's Gamers Arsenal Slow Grow AOS League. Um, so go ahead and talk about that. Um, yeah, so we started, I decided after all these years that I was going to finally paint some models. So, um, we picked up a box of the, the starter kit of the Slaveneth. Hope I say that right. Since everybody gives me shit Snake for, ladies. for, no. Tree people. The trees. Oh, yeah. Sylvaneth. Yeah, those guys, whatever. Not Daughters of Cain. Oh. That's a snake. Snake chicks. They have boobies. My, <laughs> so do mine. Yeah, but they have like they're tree w- boobs. They have wooden like boobies. Moss and grown. I don't want no, moss boobs. They've got flowers on them. They're very pretty and delicate. All right. Hey <laughs> yo. I mean, delicate flowery boobs. But are they big? I mean, the models are like this big. And the boobs are like this big. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and they have fat asses too. With a P, right? Fat. Okay. Passes. Anyways, so... She um, listens to the show. She I do. does, yes. <laughs> Gotta get you in trouble every day. It gets me in trouble a lot. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? So, um, so yeah, so I, um, I actually had to have Andy put them together for me because I snapped off an antler on the very first model I put together and I said, fuck this shit. 
Well, GW is great at making models. They're not great on putting them on sprues. I, got I think we, we bitched about them. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, I got, like, I got stabbed no less than nine times putting in those dryads. Oh god, they're the worst. They're so sharp. Like I stab my thumbs. Like I <laughs> bleed blood and everything. Yeah, yeah. Hey, fucking! Yeah. I had dark Eldar fucking weapon, or I don't know. I went to grab a fucking dark Eldar cabalite. His his something went up my fucking nail oh. and yeah. hurt for a week. Yeah, the, the chaos ones too. The the bloodbound. They have all the little spikes coming off them all the time. Like right underneath your cuticle oh yeah yeah Yeah, it was brutal so um i started painting those and i thought you know i might as well because i'm putting the time into the hobby i might as well check out the game so really super excited um for the league i think it's a really i mean it's a really good way to get people into the other parts of or to get new players so um you know, we were just talking about this too when we were talking about the slow grow leagues that if you're looking to get into the game these slow grow leagues are a fantastic way to introduce somebody and she had a really great time the first yeah. slow grow league yeah so um Did you win I, all your games how many games did you play? i played one i lost oh. um i don't even know what i played against <laughs> so just some little green guys but um you know, I think the lizard guys. It, yeah, they it, it needed the Seraphon. Oh, going forward, I'm hoping that it's a little better organized. But like nobody was there, so I'm basically I was I started out playing someone who knows know, the game know, very yeah, well. Yeah, knows the game really well, and I know. I, I mean, I came home and we played. Uh, Andy and I played a game, and um, like. I'm looking at my book going, well, shit, I did this one thing, and now I don't know where that's at and why I did it and how I do it again. So, um, But we ended up playing, and um, I was about ready to kick Andy's ass. But it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and it was time to go to bed because we had been drinking all night. I think I was pretty fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah, so, you played um, the Slow Girl League, and you played, I forget... Who you played with? Anthony. Anthony. I yeah. stole his model. Yeah, you stole his model. I did give it back to him. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was six of us there, only because there was an AOS event, I think, at another store, like a big tournament or something like that. Yeah, uh-huh. I was at Addie's. Addie's. Yeah. So, um, but it was good because neither one of us had played AOS before. I've never played. Um, she's never played. So it was good for us to go ahead and get the experience. Well, me, it's pretty I, easy. It's pretty well, I picked it up right he away. He picked it up really fast. So right. for well, me, I've never done any of these. You know. Um, so for for like that, like someone that's played for a long time, like obviously Andy picked it up quick. But did you like the three page rules? Like, was it really easy for you to pick up? It was. It's definitely. It's definitely really, really easy. So for somebody who doesn't want to lug around nine hundred books and have to know it's not 900 it's like oh, 600 God. man i used to watch andy play 40k and he'd come down with like his rolly suitcase and it's filled with books and he's got a binder that has like photographed copies of the books that he's carrying around in the rolly suitcase and one day i just I'm watched highly him organized play. when i go to tournaments so like. <laughs> I, I watched him play and i was like yeah fuck that i'm here for the beer and tacos so um but it, it is uh, definitely simplified. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely simplified. It's, you know, the repetitiveness of, you know, the different turns. There's the different phases. So um, I did pick it up pretty quickly. And so now I'm more focused on, like, Andy and I were talking about, like, my gameplay. And he's kind of given me some tips and tricks. So, um, 
Looking forward to, I mean, all, all I'm doing right now is painting. Well, he's winning games painting. now, so his painting. vice might actually be good now. Painting. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about at this point. <laughs> well, I, I, I literally got up this morning and you guys were in here, so I started painting. Got, grabbed a cup of coffee. You do, you do more hobby than I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, my my uh, war room is a fucking mess. Yeah, you were telling me the other day how your war room is just like fucked up because you take models out and forget to put them away. And I just leave, It's gotten to the point where there's no room on the bed, tables, desk at all, or shelves, where I just put them on the floor now. <laughs> our, our coffee table, which is where we eat, is like filled with all of our hobby stuff and... Like, we'll go to eat dinner, and it's like, oh, I gotta push these to the side. I gotta push these push 50 these the models side. aside. <laughs> and I have, like, 900 models, and he's painting, too, so it's like, the table is filled with models, and I have a big, like, light that I use that has, well, like, a... You are playing the tree peel. You just spray them brown and put some wash on them, right? Oh, some dry brush? Sh- you should check out my models, man. They look good. Well, they're painting. They good. So, yeah. get me tired. So, did you... Ha- you had fun playing the slow grow. I did. I did. So, um... That was a five five hundred point no monsters. So you gonna be going so to was... Las Vegas Open and winning the tournament AOS or what? Well, uh, that's her goal. Why not? <laughs> she wants to be James. I want to be James. Well, he's actually not that great. <laughs> <laughs> just, just nobody de- de- plays that game. Destiny dice just are stupid. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I I went with her to the forty k or the AOS slow grow. I've never played AOS before. I figured it was similar because I think. They came up with AOS rules, and I think we had an idea that the AOS rules would be the morph that 8th edition became, and it's very similar. The rules are very similar. So the guy started, the guy with the opponent I was playing against was telling me the rules. I'm like, oh, okay, I understand. It's the only difference is like the psychic phase becomes the hero phase, yeah. and that's before the which, movement which, phase, yeah, it's before which the movement. I like that a lot because it allows me to understand what it my It takes a lot like. more pre-planning. Pre, uh, well, I like the idea that, so, like, if my psychic phase was before my movement phase, I would know exactly what my army could do. Like, I got onslaught off on this unit, so I know they can move in advance and charge, right? Or Yeah, but then it also uh, changes your target priorities. Sure, sure, it does. Um, but I like that the hero phase was before the movement phase. It told my army what it was going to do. Like, oh, I didn't get this movement off on this this advantage on this guy, so I know I can't do that. So I'm going to move them a different way. It kind of gave me better planning As for a- my... As an LR player, I don't like them. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. It's because all my powers are buffs and yours are more offensive. Yeah. Yeah. But I, so I'm playing the, the Bloodbound, um, which plays very much like my Tyranids. It's not very sophisticated. I'm running straight at you <laughs> and I'm going to eat your face. Has he I'm, picked a sophisticated army yet? He's a very uh, simple You would have to be sophisticated to do that, wouldn't you? <laughs> He's, he's pretty simple. I regret I regret bringing everyone in now. This is fucking bullshit. Now they're picking on me. I'm now the Alex. Fuck. <laughs> Man, fuck you guys. <laughs> we didn't get it out. We didn't get it last time. We got it this yeah. time. Um, but uh, I, the first game I lost, I played against a guy who was playing Rats. And he had... Skaven. Bu- yeah, Skaven. He had lots of shooting. The only reason I know that is because of Shadespire. Yeah, yeah. So, so I played... Shadespire. It's great. So I played one game. I got tabled turn two because my slaughter priest blew himself up. Sweet. Yeah, it was it's terrible. Always, it's always as planned. It was awesome. I rolled a one for my prayer and then a six for how much I killed myself by. So it was he died. <laughs> uh, so I lost turn two. Uh, the, so we recocked right away. But the thing is, her game took like the whole time. I got to yeah. play two games the same amount of time she played one. Because 
I know how the dice mechanic works. I know how all that works, right? Well, that, well, that's the difference. Well, and, and not only that, but like, come to find out now that the game is over, and and we went back and talked to Tyler yesterday. Like, we were playing some weird, oh, malign the malign portent rules. rules came in effect, which too. is why I couldn't figure out why I couldn't find half the shit in my book when we went back to play. Is because you know we're just some made up it, rules. So you were playing the rules for the campaign or something? Yeah, the that malign portents campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they, they were playing it where she rolled we a certain number, she could cast two extra an extra psychic power. Essentially, during her hero phase, it was, it was about the, the campaign, which, yeah, because from what I know about it, right now, it's affecting wizards and chaos. Your chaos got a, a my, my bloodbound got a buff, right? But there's so there's different things in the campaign, and we decided to go ahead and play them. I let my opponent play them because I just wanted to play with all the rules. I just wanted to learn as much about the game as I could. Um, all three pages of them. Yeah, yeah. But um, so I allowed my opponent to play that. So I got tabled turn two but then we recocked me i just moved one unit to the other it's only 500 points there's only so many units so i just moved one unit to the other side of my formation i figured out the game after turn after game one like i'd figured it out well it's kind of like the chase bar you figured that one out too. right right and so i ended up destroying my opponent by the way fucking uh the sigmar guys really hard to fucking kill <laughs> when you know the rules when you know the rules so but in the aos game we we, we played the first game i lost played a second game we said let's read cockers do it all over again same thing same everything and i'd figured out the game after game one two turns of the game i'd figured it out and i destroyed my opponent game two <laughs> like just i owned him turn two <laughs> yeah so like that that went up very well so we ended up coming back after the end of the tournament we came back to the house started drinking having a good time so we decided to play another game at the house and the, the results are out there on my table right there and she by the way your dice were really good i rolled them She bought some pretty dice. I rolled five dice. I got three sixes, a two, and a five. Yeah, it's it's that Amazon luck. You got to get your dice at Amazon. Yeah, Amazon sells cheater dice too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but well, no, they're not out there anymore because I took them inside because I'm still painting them. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we played a game and we didn't finish the game because we got to like one o'clock in the morning and we were just drunk. We decided to hit the jacuzzi. Shock. Yeah. Did we go into the jacuzzi? I think we went to bed. Yeah, the moonlight was Ooh. fantastic. My boobs look really great in the moonlight. They do look great in the moonlight. <laughs> you want to leave? Or? <laughs> <laughs> you can watch if you want to. I mean, <laughs> but anyway, so That's we decided true. to hit the jacuzzi, so we quit the game. But she was gonna win. Like her dryads or current. Like, it's kind of like my game with you. I already knew you kind of won on. Yeah, I knew she was gonna win. But we, to- we were. Trying to fish points now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just playing out the game because I wanted to get used to rolling the dice, having the hero phase, doing the thing. You know, I understand the game. She's still learning. But she was going to beat me. So, um, so, yeah. Did you play another 40K game after this, or is this the last game you played so far? Um, 40K. I ended up playing Hayden. After this? Um, after this point, did yeah. You, so I, did you mess up any rules because you played AOS? No. Okay. No. So I was able to transition between the two very easily. I think because I'm focusing on one army right now, like I know my army, I know what it does, I know what it can do, and I'm focusing not just on one army, but one list, right? So by doing that, I get to focus on a couple different models and just drill down to what they do, and I'm taking, I played a different list from what I played with you, because I wanted to play around the mechanic of the the spore mines. Uh They should only be taking out a couple guns, though. Hormagons or whatever the fuck. No, I removed two. I removed the Carnifexes altogether. Sweet. Fine, listen. 
um, added hormigons as sort of the termagants. Okay. I swapped those out, and then I sort of swapped around where things were in the army. Okay. Um, but um, so I added so it's sixty reserve points that I'm using. Uh-huh. Either a I use them to deploy spore mines, or I use them later to deploy five gene stealers. Okay, it gives you options of the two that you need to use. Right. Sweet. So the only way I have to keep people from deep striking on me is the spore mine stratagem. So yep. it's three. This is one command point. Well, it's three command points. I can deploy one or two units of spore mines, and they stay twelve inches away from an enemy opponent. So Hayden and I played, and he plays um, uh, Chaos, and he's got either the Alpha Legion. He's got the, the Alpha, Alpha Legion. Well, he's playing Iron Warrior. Um, oh yeah, that's his new thing. Iron Warriors. Yeah, because they get this feel no pain, which is pretty good. Sure. Um, and then he has well, a bloodletter bomb. For him. Yeah, it's a bloodletter bomb. So he's not infiltrating the um, the cultists now. He's deep striking them or deploying them. Which, if you try to infiltrate them, if you don't get turn one, they're fucked. Right? They just get eaten alive. Right? So you're just giving away free points and a free reaper and actually two free reaper points. Um, so I deployed it so his bloodletter bomb couldn't drop on top of my tier my gene sealers. And only had rippers to eat. Yeah. So and, and it comes to that point where he has to kill them, not lock them up. Yeah. To get a kill. For he has to get the kill. So turn one, I actually ended up not killing. He got the first turn. He did not deploy the blood letters. Um, and then when I, he he killed something, like some rippers or something shit like that, and he held his objectives. I ended up not killing anything because I tried to kill that oh. unit of. He's got a 30-man blob squad of... It's 30 or 40-man blob squad of cultists. And you have to deal with it, right? You can't not deal with it. And there was no other unit to assault. But the way he peeled models away, I couldn't kill them all. Yeah. But then turn two, so I didn't kill anything turn one. But I held my objective. So now he's winning three to one. And I'm thinking in my head, fuck, I just lost this game. You don't kill anything turn one. That's a that's a huge loss. What was your secondary uh, old school? Um, no, I had um, the Reaper, uh, Recon, and uh, Linebreaker. So what I found that if you don't take Old School as a, as a secondary for the ICC missions, you don't really have to worry about killing something on the first Yeah, time. I didn't take Old School. I think old You just got to make sure you kill enough on the second turn. Yeah, and that's what happened. Um, turn two, he dropped his blood letters down, but they weren't in a position to kill anything important, just Rippers. But then he failed his 3d6 charge on top of them, <coughs> which essentially lost in the game. Yeah. When he failed that charge, he lost the game. Now, if he would have made the charge, because, I mean, odds are he obviously makes a charge. If he made the charge, he probably would have won the game. Because then he gets on top of my, my rippers. He then gets on top of my biovores and he takes my objective. So he then gets the bonus. So we're playing the mission as four. All right. So for for you, that's something that you ended up winning the game. But it was a learning experience right there. That if he, I knew that if he had made that charge, I needed to do something. So different. you had to, you had to do something different to make sure that would that possibility of him making that charge was not right. An option. I was more concerned about defending my gene stealers from his blood letters because his blood letters will destroy my gene stealers if they assault them, like severely. Yeah, but you have the other gene stealer unit, don't you? Yeah, I do. But the thing is, is it's such a glass can. I need those two units of gene stealers to do what I do. I don't. I don't think that's correct. But I, I was defending it, so that, that's what you know. I, I'm learning still. You know, the as reason we, the reason why you're taking two is that you can lose one. Sure, 
Yeah. So he comes out and kills one, your other one kills them, and then you have all your five tyrants. Yeah, yeah. I also have the Hormagons that can do it too, but... Don't um, you have a Swarmlord in the list now? No, 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 not right now. I'm trying to find a way to fit him, but I just can't fit him. It's not going to work. Mm. Swarmlord just doesn't fit. He's like, it, it's a cool, It's a cool tactic, but it just doesn't fit. It's a lot of points. But yeah, so by turn two, though, like I owned three quarters of the board. Actually, I owned all the corners of the board, and I owned his objective. So I was killing more. So turn two, I killed more and held more objectives than him. because I, I just looked at uh, Tiffany's mic. I was like, I turned that off earlier. Was it on? It was on. Yeah, she turned it on. All right. <laughs> we turned it on. <laughs> yeah, but, he turned it on when, but, when he came in. But turn two, the game turned because I was able to kill more and hold more because I actually now held the third objective. And because he failed that charge, I was able to move a hive tyrant over it to deal with the blood letter bomb. And I shot at it with biovores. So there was biovores stopping it from moving. And then the hive tyrant assaulted it from a flank. So not all of the blood letters can then go and kill him. So he, he tied them up for two turns. So they couldn't get into my my zone. So I had recon, line breaker, and I was killing more and holding more for every turn after turn two. Yeah, that's the thing, though. If you don't go old school, like you have to have a turn two like that, and you have to be set up for it. Yeah, and genes and But uh, if you do go old school, you have to kill something. You have turn to. One. And that's you the problem to. is you end up overextending to kill something turn one. You waste time killing something turn one. And I had the, 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 the luxury of not killing something turn mm-hmm. one. And, um, and with Tyranids, or if you have a high assaulting army or a big army that moves fast, line breaker, was it line breaker or behind enemy lines? Behind enemy lines. Behind enemy lines. Like recon and behind enemy lines are your best friend. Because you can get those every turn. Oh, you're saying getting them? Oh, yeah. I didn't get behind enemy lines turn one. I had recon turn one. Well, it really comes down to to the army you're playing at. Um, if behind enemy lines or line breaker for old school is actually obtainable. Yeah. Because some armies just block you out. You yeah. But some deployments are just better for those. I mean, if you're using Vanguard, fucking behind enemy lines is easy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you should auto get that. <laughs> it, you can get it by just moving and you're not even in your deployment yeah. zone. Because so, it's 12 inches from the long board edge. But my turn one was bad, but every turn after that was super great. I killed more than him. I was super great. Super great. There was the turn he conceded was turn four. He conceded because all of my flying hive tyrants were still alive. They were on top of his blob of everything. And all my genes, I had two gene stealer units. They were like fully depleted. Like I had like three guys left in each one of them, but three gene stealers still fuck shit up. But I was pretty much, I owned his, the entire board. He goes, I'm going to call it because this is fucking stupid (laughs) because I can't do anything. It's actually kind of funny. Anyone's never surrendered to me. Who? What? Aiden's never surrendered to me, so you got him to surrender. I got him to surrender. He threw Skull! <laughs> Skull. Ugh, I can't reach. <laughs> I can't reach. Yeah, so that's my after-action review. Played some AOS, played Ray, played some Hayden. Uh, got some games with my wife. Got some wins, almost lost to your wife, or would have lost, but you but made, it some, j- made, some, some, made something up that he was tired. But it made some mm-hmm. made it for some j- jacuzzi <laughs> time. I lost to my wife, but I got some jacuzzi time with the wife. But if he did get jacuzzi time, it was actually a win for him. Though. It was a win for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win, man. <laughs> so cool, man. Ray, your after-action review. Yeah, so I don't know if I talked about it too much, but I played Chase Fire against Heidi. I think I did or not. Yeah, yeah. We did a little bit on the it, Facebook, and we talked about it briefly, but... Yeah, she beat me. You introduced <laughs> Heidi to the Chase Fire. This First is a game? theme where we're introducing our family to the games we play. It's, it's, yeah, so it's, she was she was cooking. 
I love the, I love the first picture. She's like, "What the fuck yeah, am I doing?" Right. She's and then the like, second picture, she's like, "Hey, a yeah. freaking what?" I love it. I love this game. It's so awesome. She's yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's amazing when you win. How much fun you're having. It's, so yeah, she so she was she was cooking, and then like we ate, and then I was like, "You want to play Chase Fire?" And then if and you then guys like, saw if you guys saw the no. picture, I took it before we started, and you the, the Heidi face. There was the Heidi face stuff. She just did not want to be there. <laughs> she right? was not having it. <laughs> and I was trying to explain everything to her. I was trying to like. Make it fun, I guess. Like talk fun and stuff. See, and this is the way this Ray is, talks this is why fun. She pushes, this is why she pushes all of your friends onto you is so that she doesn't have to do this stuff. Yeah, exactly. So she doesn't have to play these dumb nerd games. So well, I still so got while, her to do while, it. While while we're all like upset that she's forcing all of our men to go hang out with you on your birthday, <laughs> it's literally so she doesn't have to. <laughs> It's fun me. It's fun me. Perfect relationship. It's great. So she she plays and she rolls basically the equivalent of what Hayden rolls usually in 40k of nothing but sixes, which in Shadespire is nothing but fucking crits. And the fucking dumb bitch that's on the goddamn uh, what are the guys called? Stormcast. The Stormcast guys doesn't fucking die. Right, she obviously rolls a shield right away. It inspires her, so she gets two, and then she just constantly blocks all my attacks. I mean, I was getting combos where I was rolling five dice to fucking kill this motherfucker. No, this crits. Like, <laughs> all right, guess you don't die. I guess, and then obviously everything she touches just dies, and it's like, okay. She points and it dies. Now, if so she had a great. Time. She's really she liking this she was game. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm she was totally laughing. Um, she would roll stuff and she would do that like, is that good? Because of my face. <laughs> and, and just like, is that yeah. good? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you don't, you don't die. And she's like pointing to the dice like, yeah. these sixes, both of them, yeah. th- those are good, right? Yeah, so crits every fucking time. And it's... And if you did look at the picture, the second picture, she was super excited. Of course she was. The first she, picture, she's like, wah, wah. The second picture, she's like, oh, look what I did. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's, uh, like, she's pointing at the table. There's like one of my some, guys left. She some has, finger guns happening. She has like, more, uh, whatever the fuck they're called, gold tokens. I don't know what the fuck they're called. Fuck all you. <laughs> and uh, she has two more than me. But I do want to point out, I was losing, but she only had two fucking conquest points. That's what they are. Conquests than I did, so... Even though I was losing, I was still doing objectives. But that's the thing about the game. Like, even if I would have lost all my guys, and if this one combo winner went off, I would have still won. But she would have killed all my guys. But I was still won. And that's what's cool about. I think about Shade Spire, anyways, is that there's that. Like, I throw everything at it, and I get these uh, conquest points, and you could still win, possibly. You that's play cool. the objectives. You play the mission. Yeah. And I heard that someplace else that like Shade Spire is a mission oriented game it's not a kill game it's a mission oriented well i game. mean you can build your decks into kill and that's how you make that's your mission sure kill sure and then cool that's one way and then but there's the apparently there's a list right now with the rats about holding objectives and that's all they do they don't give a shit about killing all they do is hold objectives. they run away from you hold objectives they, objectives they pop up on your side they don't do any fucking killing but they just win by like a lot because there's like all these like combos that fucking go in that's a good thing about Shadespire. It's a deck building and, and game another, on top of a miniature game. Another so you, thing about the game with uh, Heidi it was it was like thirty minutes, forty five minutes. We played a whole game. She beat me. Of course, I didn't want to play again because <laughs> you lost. I didn't want to lose again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she she enjoyed it and that was cool. 
Uh, she actually asked me to play yesterday. Whoa. She was like, you want to play Chase while I was playing PUBG? And she was like, you want to play Chase? I was like, yeah, yeah, get to it. In a bit. And I was playing PUBG with Josh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if I fucking got to yeah. shoot people. She, she wants to hang out with you. Yeah. So You, you want to hang out with her while she still likes you. So... Uh, <laughs> When she doesn't like I went downstairs to go, but then Evelyn wanted to play with me. So, obviously, my daughter. Yeah. yeah. So, fucking, I was playing with my daughter. And then I fell asleep on the couch, which then Heidi proceeded to videotape you snoring. Videotape me snoring, which is obviously a fake video because she put the sound dub over of snoring. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. (laughs) So, that happened. Uh, I played against Hayden. Now, Hayden uh, came probably like a week ago, probably like last. I think it was, no. When was I supposed to do DD? Last Wednesday. Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Yeah. So last Wednesday, I played against Hayden, and that's when like the rules came out for Frontline about chess clocks and all this stuff. So obviously, I didn't have a chess clock, but there's free apps on iPads, phones for chess clocks. What are those apps? Uh, if I looked at my phone right now, I'd probably tell you, but I have it on airplane mode, so it'll take a while. Okay. But just, just all I did was. It's that one app. It's called just Chess literally Clock app. Search chess clocks. And there's a shit ton that come up, like a lot. Okay. And there's plenty that are free. You pull that up, download it real quick. Took me no time. Obviously, I was on Wi-Fi. And we play with Chess Clock. I'm looking it up right now as we speak. And I tell you, Chess Clock was amazing. Like, Hayden and I had so much fun. Like, Hayden and I are both fast players. Yeah. We both know how to do everything pretty fast. We know our armies and everything. So, we had that to advantage to maybe some people that are kind of intimidated about Chess Clocks. Sure. We both know armies, but the one thing is I was trying an entirely new army. I had no Dark Reavers. And it's not the list that I showed you. This is a prior edition of sure. it. Sure. No Dark Reavers. Um, it was a, like two blob squads. There was a lot of models I was running. And we're like, let's play Chase Clocks. And he's playing his list that he played you with. There's a lot of models on that list, too. Yeah. We finished all six um, rounds in ITC mission. With Hayden had five minutes left and some change, and I had ten minutes and some change. Granted, I had three models left at the end of the turn, but it was at the end of turn six. Yeah. I haven't had that much fun in 40k in a long time. Like, I've always had fun, but it was really cool to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, go, go, go. Roll, 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 switch. Roll your dice. Okay, go. Roll them back to me. Switch, <laughs> switch, switch. Roll, roll. And then, okay, go. And which what I really liked about the chess clock, because there was one point where... Uh, Hayden had me roll uh, uh, morale and then hit clock. And then he was like, oh, I forgot this combat. I was like, we well, hit clock. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's like, there's no error for like, oh, we need to go back to this or whatever. Because we're playing in the competitive sense of what a chess clock is for. You hit the clock. Yeah, you, no, you no switch, I can't go back. You switch time to me. It's over. Right. So like if you would go back to the whole big thing about Tony or whatever, and if fucking he went to... To do whatever, well, you know what happened in there, and he hit clock. We well, hit clock. Sure. It's my turn now, right? We can't go back. Can't go back. Now and, you're now you're eating my time. Um, our first turns were a lot. We both used. I mean, we're. It was an hour and a half game, or sorry, two and a half hour game. We both had an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, set up and everything, and we finished with time left, and. It was just so cool to have that extra element in the game. And, like, I was constantly looking at it. And what it also, like, I already play where I'm already thinking of what I'm going to do in the next turn as my opponent's playing when he's coming up to his assault phase, 
I can pretty much, okay, these guys are going to die or these guys are going to survive. You know, I can kind of tell. And I was already thinking of it. And once he was done, I was already moving models. Like, once he switched cock, moving models. Um, another cool aspect of it is fast dice. Like, there was a point where, well, I'm not going to roll this. Do you kill these? And he's like, yeah, I kill them. Okay, just pick them up. Because in the ITC missions, they state that if you want to forego rolling your dice, which is when the clock is supposed to be switched over every time you roll dice. So say if you, Andy, have 20 Gene Stealers charge fucking five Rangers. I go, I'm not going to roll dice. Yeah, so I'm not handing the clock over to you to roll those dice. Don't switch clock. and just They're dead. What right. do you want to do? Now you're saving yourself time. But in the ITC missions, you, because I forego rolling dice... You get to decide. I want to kill all four, but leave one. Right? Oh, okay. So then you do your pilot, and you can tie tie yourself up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Or you like, oh, I, I actually need to kill this turn, like, because I didn't kill anything. Cause I have to kill a unit. Yeah. So I have to kill. So they're all dead. Okay, cool. I just them all. Time never changed. There was no time wasted on dice. There's no fucking you rolling twenty fucking dice, and and then I have to roll or seventy six dice to yeah, kill five freaking five guys, Cabalite warriors. There's yeah. no time wasted at all. And there was a couple moments like that. There was a couple of times in the game, too, like towards the end, where like, I don't need to move them. I don't need to move them. Uh, just move this unit here. Okay, go and shoot, charge, you know, psychic phase, whatever, and go. I won the game with three guys left, and it was 20. It was like 26 to 29. It was a super high, well, not high score for me, but because I won, but it was still a high score for him being a loss. Yeah. Because you get close to thirty points, like you're approaching. Or I was thirty-two and he was twenty-nine. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I only won by three points, but we got through all six rounds. That was a full game. Yeah. Now I'm glad it ended because the next turn, if there was seven <laughs> rounds, I was definitely dead. You were dead. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. If you guys haven't tried chess clocks, definitely at least try them up. Like I said, face uh, iPhones. I'm pretty sure they're on Androids. Yeah. There's uh, there. Or yeah. a bunch you of them. Android? Yeah. Okay, so Androids, yeah. there's plenty on there. Just search Chess Clock. Um, the one I was using, I don't know the exact name, but what it did is it had obviously two times. And then Yeah, they are they're on both sides. Yeah, they're so on both just, sides. Yeah. And then when you click, the active timer is the one that gets really big, right? And then it like takes up most of the screen. And then you see that counting down, and then you touch it, and then it switches and the other side takes up most of the screen. And that's how you do uh that's know cool. whose time it is. That's it's, cool. It's really, I don't know. I obviously, you know me, Andy. I like super competitive, like sure. rules by rules and all that. It was really great. Cool. And and you like no bullshit. So you yeah. want to play your game. You want to get through your and, that, and that's another thing, thing too. And do it and get it done. No, on the on the no bullshit thing. Like when it was my turn, Hayden wasn't talking to me because I was just pretty much ignoring him and just fucking doing my shit. And I'll, some people say this is a bad thing because, like, oh, it's supposed to be a social game or whatever. Hayden talked while he was doing his stuff. Now, if I was better at multitasking, I could probably talk while doing my shit. <laughs> but I'm not. So I don't talk, but he did. And there was times where, like, <clears throat> even Hayden, like, stepped back to look at the table. I'm like, what do I really need to do right now? And there was times where I stepped back. But we knew, like, it's my time. You know, it's still a social game, and I'm ambivalent about this. I haven't played with the chess clock yet, what so the I... fuck does that mean? Ambivalent. ambivalent. means wishy-washy. Like, I'm not sure. I, if, for me personally, I'm not, I'm not ready Why to... Why did you just say wishy-washy? Because ambivalent is one word, and wishy-washy is like three non-words. 
Well, I left three non <laughs> When you when you do this, you have to talk to Ray like you're talking to Logan. Yeah. yeah. If you tell Logan ambivalent, oh shit, he's gonna know exactly what it is. So sorry, I'm not sure how I'm feeling about this chess clock thing, Ray. I kind of you like it give in some a, respects. You gotta give him a nickname. And other things, it kind of bothers me. You know, Ray, Ray. There you um, go. <laughs> but you know, so like. It was anything. Don't call me Ray Ray. There's this one girl that called me Ray Ray. <laughs> it was really bad. You wanted to punch her in her face? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, everyone really hates tits, Everyone hates change, right? And so the change <laughs> thing is bugging me, right? And I play a big army with lots of models, and it concerns me. And then a lot of my models are active in every phase, which concerns me, which I have a lot going on in every turn. And that concerns me. I'll have to adjust, of course. If I'm but, gonna- that, but that's the thing, though. It... it- it's not unfair. There's no reason. No, no, I get that, yeah. I'm not saying I'm, like you're wrong or whatever, but like, there's no reason why somebody playing a Horde army should have more time than no, somebody I get playing that. an Elite army. Yeah, I get that. Let me um, go ahead and also say, too, that we're playing the end clock. So, like I said, at the end of the game, right, Hayden had five and some change, and I had ten and some change. If, say, he used up his five on turn six, it ends, like, the... You're it. Yeah. You're moving a model, and oh, I got a Jewish. This guy has one wound, and whatever. I just need to shoot these guys. They will for sure kill him. No, you ran out of time. Yeah. You don't get to roll that dice. Yeah. And then I would have had whatever minutes I had left to do whatever the fuck I wanted, as long as I switched time and it ended at my time. Right. Um. It does. It doesn't make it unfair. It actually makes it more fair, and it'll actually change the meta as well. I'm sure it will. Like, and I we're gonna have a show where we talk about. These changes, I want to go deeper into the chess clock versus maybe less points. He likes it deeper. That's. I told you half, half, whole. You like it deeper. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Give me one knuckle and then hit me three knuckles deep in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I, I I haven't played it yet, so of course I don't have a feel for it. I know I'm going to have to adjust if my goal is to hit some top tables here. Yeah, but I know I'm going to do a lot of things that are. Will speed up your gameplay. Like when you move your gene sellers, you put the front row, and then you just kind of like. You you you've hands. seen me throw my models. Like I try to play fast. Yeah, I know I play a horde army. Like those little things like that will help you. Like really, the only things that matter so much because are is that front row. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if you're trying to box people out, but then the models do count. But then you're gonna put time to put those models out. I've there. been very aware of slow play because I play horde armies. Like I'm very aware of it. Like up front. I know that, right? So I try to do little things that make it go faster. So when I'm deploying, before we had chess clocks, like I'm deploying 30 Hormigons. Okay, I'm deploying these thermal Hormigons right here. You want to go ahead and start deploying yours next? Like I tell my opponents that. Like I'm deploying them here. They're from here to here. But you want I, to go ahead and deploy? I, I actually, yesterday, there was the 40K Slow League at Gamers Arsenal 2. And one of the girls who is just learning, there's a, a lady over there. I did not catch her name. But she did. She had a whole bunch of models. And she's like, okay, I'm deploying here so if you want to go ahead and start with yours yeah but, but that that works for anything horde armies or anything like i even yeah. do it with my cavalites because i because i uh when you don't have a horde army you don't do big blocks of the table you do small little lines but your measuring is actually way more important because if you like when Those you play one and me, a half two inches half inches like i'm very verbal like my guys are inside this building an inch and a half two inches apart mm-hmm. from the wall right so go ahead they're gonna be right here or like I kind of show you where I'm going to put, or they're going to be nine inches from this board edge, two inches apart. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You already know where they're going to be at. Like there's no reason why you have to watch me fucking 
Measure two inches apart, nine inches from the fucking board. I can edge. start deploying now. Yeah. Start deploying. Now, if I start fucking do that and then I fucking change the way they go, I'll be like, that's not what you said. <laughs> yeah. So when you deploy, you're like, you just said like, you, I'm going to do nine inches from the edge and, you know, two inches between. Do you actually measure those? Like, yes. as long as you've been playing, you still measure like your deployment. So you, I do measure because even though giving content of deployment, um, when it comes out of deep strike, it's kind of how it lays anyways. And if you say, oh, they're two inches apart, but they're not two inches apart, maybe one guy is two inches and a half inches apart, that means that the person can actually deep strike closer as everything is... Because people measure from models to where they lay no matter what. So if you do one person that's two and a half inches, I'm actually cheating. So that's why you always have to measure. You declare it so that everyone understands what you're trying to do, so that it moves the game along, but you eventually you put them where they're supposed to be. Well, I just figure as long as you guys have been playing this game that like you kind of eyeball a lot of stuff. So there's there's a little bit of that, but in the end it comes down to these minute especially turn one. Like mm-hmm. turn one is the most important when it comes to measuring distances, because that's when everything happens. Right. So you have to when you come, when you deploy models from reserve, they have to be nine inches away from your opponent. Now, I can say it's nine inches away, but if you forget that and then I roll and then I measure and I'm actually eight inches away. Oh, I got a seven. I'm in there. If you forgot that I was supposed to be nine inches away, I just got a free inch. Yeah. Which is the difference, which in me and Hayden's game was the difference between winning and losing. A free inch is always great, ladies. Yes. It's the difference between winning and losing, guys. <laughs> winning and losing. <laughs> but, you know, you play with... The the dirty word has become playing with intent. Like, we've heard that term cast out into the universe. And we've seen the negative outcomes of that. Um, and in, ideally, you would say we're playing as it lays. So, I'm nine inches away. I move my nine inches. But without precise... If we were playing a computer game, it would lay out the model exactly nine inches away, Mm -hmm. right? We're not playing that way. We're playing with two people on a board with tape measures and models that aren't all the same size. That's (laughs) what you said. It's it's imprecise, but you have to, that's where the social aspect comes in, right? You have to then agree with your opponent on certain things, right? But you have to remember it. Which actually is, it's kind of funny that you asked me about like how I say and actually place my models. I'm not a social person. Yet, when I play a game, I am very like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I mean. This is what it, this is my intent of this. But I will not talk to you. <laughs> you're not talking to the person. You're just saying shit out loud. Yeah. So that you can refer back to it later. Yeah. When I told you I was doing this, that's what it meant. Yeah. Because exactly of the game we played at Game Resource, and we said, I'm deploying these guys an inch and a half away from the table edge or the, 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 the wall, wall side. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I knew exactly why you were doing that. And then I went to assault. You told me exactly why. I was like, oh, no, I get that. I have to move here anyway. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. So we understood going back to it. Right. But yeah, I, I, I'm interested in getting into the game clock. Um, and we're going to have a show where we talk about game clocks and maybe smaller points reductions and other things that can be happen to speed up gameplay we're gonna do a whole show on that because i think that's going to be important coming for the next itc season it's going to be a big topic of discussion smaller points doesn't do anything for speeding up time smaller points just means the things that can kill things are not enlist anymore yeah it's just going to be hordes sure sure so you got any other we've covered like an hour games played games played no i just that haven't the game clock one was PUBG? important. Yeah, play PUBG. China number one. China number one. China number one. Okay. 
Well, we're going to take a quick break. Tiffany, thank you for joining us. Thank you. For uh, After Action Review. It's fun to have you on. Yeah, I'm bagging on Andy. That was great. Team, I didn't like that. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Man, fuck you guys. He's <laughs> used to it. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with some maximum effort. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Today I'm joined by my wife, Tiffany. Hey, And we're here today to talk to you about. Touch you. Touch you. You want to touch me? Yeah, I do want to touch you. We're going to talk to you today about Sky High Comics. Everyone knows that Andy likes to shop at Sky High Comics for 40K. But my wife, Tiffany, she likes shopping there, too. What do you shop there for? Um, I go there for comic books. And I also shop there for Warhammer products. I get my AOS there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know, Sky High Comics is a veteran-owned and operated business right there in North County, San Diego. Now, Veteran Gamer, we like to support our local gaming stores. We like to support veterans because, of course, it's the Veteran Gamer. And we like to support cool dudes like Raul. What do you think about Raul, baby? Raul's pretty cool. Raul's a pretty cool guy. I mean, he's very knowledgeable about the products that he carries. He carries... Oh, Pokemon. I forgot about Pokemon. He carries Pokemon cards and deck boxes and magic and he's really passionate about the stuff that he has there and yeah that's what i'm talking about so if you're a nerd if you're a neckbeard you want to get your game on you want to get your nerd on check out sky high comics in north county san diego you can check them out online at skyhighcomics.com so then ladies back to the show And we are back. Um, we're coming into some maximum effort. What of Andy's favorite sections? Ray's over there snoring like he was last night, and Heidi, re- <laughs> Heidi recorded it. Apparently, Ray does snore. Apparently, he doesn't think he snores, but apparently, he does snore. I don't know. I don't know your That's family dynamic. Thor. That's Thor. Oh, your dog? My dog. Which one did you sleep with that night underneath the table? Uh, Thor. Thor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got drunk after like episodes. Mia, Mia doesn't like. Any types of physical touching. So 30 episodes ago, Andy got fucking drunk <laughs> and recorded a podcast. That was your white girl wasted. Oh my God. I was fucking hammered. Wasn't that like the first couple of episodes? Yeah. Episode three, 30 episodes ago. Uh, and me and Alex were playing one of those, um, the card missions, mm-hmm. the newer missions. And it was not go. I was fucking, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just placing models rolling. I don't, I was so fucked up drunk and Ray had been up for like 26 hours at this point. Yeah. And he fell asleep underneath the table. We were playing on cuddling his dog. And we were like walking, stepping over him to move <laughs> models. all times. At one point I was going to deploy some models and I had to stand over him. Like, no, nah, I was going to deploy over here instead. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. <laughs> It was, it was a good night. It was a great night. Um, and I woke up to nobody in the house. I was like, and, all right. And Andy learned his limits when it comes to podcasting and drinking. <laughs> People did like that. Podcast. No, he hasn't. You keep saying that, but you're the only one who liked that shit. I liked it, all right? It was funny. Andy got way too fucked up and was talking shit. I had to edit out half of what I said. Yeah, but that, that's the reason why nobody else liked it. They didn't get the full unedited version. <laughs> Just talking mad shit on I'm people I've never down, met in my entire I'm life. Always fucking down for fucking talking shit, and like you, that's all you did. Like there was a whole like thirty minutes that you didn't say one thing about forty k. It was just nothing but talking shit, <laughs> and it was great. It was fucking great. I have the audio. I can release it as a special like um, patron only edition. <laughs> 
Andy gets white girl wasted and talks shit. So maximum effort. <laughs> maximum Your effort. favorite fucking Bart. So maximum effort. I've been doing a ton of hobby recently. Like a shit ton of hobby. I want to go first, by the way. Go for it, yeah. Yeah, okay. So just been dealing with the fucking dumbass broadside. Oh, yeah. So I'm... St- the list that I sent you, which was like, what, two days ago? Yeah. Is from the last time I recorded, I've been thinking about a list ever since then. And then when I played Hayden... That was a one redemption, uh, one like a piece of it, a piece of it, and then it completely changed from that because it's not a ton of bodies. Um, so now I'm going through all my bits of tanks and trying to find pieces to fire prisms, which I have. I know I have them. They're in there. I just have fire prisms haven't been seen since like sixth edition. Yeah, so they're in there. I just got to find them. And that that's pretty much all my hobby projects. Literally trying to find the models to build what I have. <laughs> I'm also lazy. So probably by tomorrow. What? Just, You're just, lazy? I'll just go buy three fire prisms, which the pieces will be in the box. And then I'll just have more fire prisms if I ever find them. Or more wave serpents. Or more wave serpents. Yeah. So, yeah, I really don't have anything. I mean, other than the building all the the gangs or whatever the fuck they're called in Shadespire. That's a lot. That's all I have. I mean, but I mean, that's not even building. That's pushing them together. Sure, sure. But I think we we started to branch out. I mean, we started like the first like thirty episodes were all forty k. But I think GW has done a better job of introducing new games and new game things. Shadespire is extremely popular, and I knew yeah, I know way, you look love out it for uh, Shadespire events at the Gamers Arsenal. And I, yeah, we were talking about that after the last RT. Like we had room for a whole another. Sh- and people said, "Could we play Shadespire?" Like. Man, we could have put together a Shadespire tournament at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been great. So, you know, I think we're branching out a little bit. You know, we're still, the 40K is still the heart of the show, right? And the competitive scene and everything. 40K but, is definitely a trick that I keep going back to. Yeah, but it's like when we're done playing competitively, we still want to have fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun. Um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm interested to hear how the Shades Bar goes because I'm thinking about picking up a core set here for the house and then getting some gangs together because the kids can pick that up quickly. He's getting gangs together, guys. Gang gangs. bangs? Yeah. Are the gang bangs together? I got a pocket full of rubbers and my boy- homeboys do too. Well, if there's two, <laughs> one's going to be painted blue and the other one's going to be painted red. For the gang bang? Yeah. For, not gang bang. You just said gangs. <laughs> He's going to have the Bloods and Crips Shade Spire going on. Well, they're already painted Red and blue. Are they? I repaint them. Already though. red and blue. He'll just make them a different shade of red and blue. I'm going to do so some maximum effort and repaint them to something nice. Well, I have some extra models. If you, I have another corset if you want. Yeah. But okay. I want the cards out of them. Okay. <laughs> go buy my own cards. So you can't play the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do need. I do need the um, the Sarnax. The what is it? The little the 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 Chaos Gang. The Bloodbound Gang. Can you use the the models from the yes. Shadespire? Yes, there's actually yeah. yeah, there's rules. There's rules for using the oh, Shadespire right. gangs in your AOS gangs. Really? Yeah, that's right. You did say something like that. Yeah, so I can no, use Sylvaneth one. So that leads me to believe that there would be an elf. There are There'll so be- the the gang that's for Shadespire, the five guys in there. You can actually make a, a unit out of those, and they have their own rules for AOS. You can put them into your AOS team, your AOS detachment. Another page of rules. Well, first I needed four pages. I needed sixty points to fit into my army, and I could fit that gang into my sixty points for a thousand point army. 
There you go. Oh, I gotta put together a bigger army. Yeah. I'm so I was thinking, like, I, if I got the Shade Spire set, I'd have the gang to add to it, and they have their own set of rules. It's pretty cool. Cool. So I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my super uh, maximum effort of not a lot of work. Well, then me and F- Tiffany will take over then. Yeah, because we had a ton. Like, um, uh, so Tyranids. Uh, although I, I told you I can't fit the Swarm Lord into a list, I'm still working on him. He's actually he's soaking right there in some uh, Tyranid soup. It's just water and uh, simple green and simple green. It's, it's actually Space Marine soup, but it just has a Tyranid in it. So you said you liked the green look from the last carn effects I did. Yeah. So I'm gonna repaint him in that green. Yeah, I do. The, 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 the green the with the pink and the purple. Handled. The last one that you painted up that you posted on the Facebook page. I liked it. It was cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna repaint. I'm gonna paint him in that style. He's sort did, of. Though I did land. I'm going to do a blood letter type paint scheme on the fucking Tyranids. Okay. So all like their like bio parts. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. I'm probably going to do black carapaces. Carp- Carapaces. Carapaces. Mm-hmm. With some type of like. Tiffany's laughing at watching Ray try to say words. Some black. What? Carapaces. Carapaces. With like probably some bright color on them. Like a highlight. Feathering. Like, no, I don't know. So much a feather and like a line. Like a. Hey, Line hey, highlight or something. Hand, hand me that old fashioned. I know, old fashioned. So I did. I did land on. Well, I guess I can't say land because I don't know like the final color that's going to go on the black. But for the most part, they'll be red and black, and then highlighting or not line highlighting the carapaces. Yeah. With some type of bright color. Yeah, I can't see you. You know, with um, the Tyranids, I thought they were, they're so alien. I like looking at them. They're so alien. I wanted colors that contrasted and were like so shocking. So I put purple and bright green together. It's like, those are colors you don't usually associate. Okay. So I did this mistake where I asked Tyler to give me some input. Um, I got a paragraph that I don't know what the fuck he said, where he was telling me colors and some weird terms. I had no idea what the fuck they meant. And he was like, that should help you out. For that shit, we'll do it through the. He's Logan probably talking about a color wheel, and we'll send it back to you. He's probably talking about a color wheel. So if you look at a color wheel, it has you already lost him. Complementary colors. What's oh, a circle? <laughs> it's a circle, and it looks like a pie. <laughs> oh, pie! Yeah, it's, it's color coordinated, so it goes in a circle. Is uh-huh. it peachy color coordinated? There's not a lot of words, so you should be good with this. Yeah, I got it following along. I know yeah. what a color circle is. So if you pick colors that are next to each other, I don't other, know where the colors actually go, but I know that. But yeah, it gives you an idea of what colors to use. Order. If you use a color wheel, it give you, if the colors are close to one another, they're complementary, meaning they work well to each other. It. If you pick them across the wheel, Ooh. they contrast. Mm-hmm. So if you want yeah, something yeah. shocking or like like assaulting to the eye, you pick colors that are across the wheel, like the Lakers colors. I don't like basketball. Me either. Which is boring. Purple retarded. and yellow. Purple and yellow. It's retarded. Purple and green. Blue and yellow. You guys do realize both of you are chewing into the mics, right? We're fat. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like Phil right now. <laughs> Hold up. I'm going to go get a bag of chips. Yeah. But yeah. Use the color. Using a color wheel will help you pick colors. Either complementary or contrasting. 
So mm-hmm. he probably sent you an information to color wheel. Thanks for the thumbs up, Ray. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Nope. So I love you, man. <laughs> Ray is simple folk. <laughs> Colors that look alike. Hey, if a fucking America ever gets assaulted by fucking North Korea, you'll be glad I'm here, okay? <laughs> God damn it. Well, the thing is, I could think my way out of a situation and shoot out at the same time. Yeah, but I could just shoot way better than you out of a situation. <laughs> you may think so, okay? Okay. Okay. We should have the purple Just because heart I'm a lip chart doesn't mean I can fuck shit up, all right? All right? I can still fuck shit up. Well, I, still, I don't know about that one. I still have the headbutt, okay? Headbutt. <laughs> I know the, the ancient martial art of fuck ye! <laughs> it's mostly headbutting, kick people while they're down. But anyway, my maximum effort. Working on the Swarm Lord and the Hormagons. I started them a while back and I need to finish them up. The Hormagons are the ones with the claws, right? The claws, yeah. Okay. The non-shooty variety. Those are the ones that tip over really easily. So I'm working on those. Um, and then for the Slow Grow League, I'm working on the Bloodbound. Uh, I'm getting most of my Bloodbound up to a three-color minimum and the basing. And then once they're all up to that standard, I can go down and each individual model, work out the... make them look pretty. So a while back, when we were still doing the podcast with Jason, I sent you a picture of my Bloodbound guy... He's wearing red armor. You guys said more red. I'm like, okay, so I added more red. And that's going to be the scheme. <laughs> but their skin is all blue. So I'm, con- I'm, I'm contrasting colors. Contrasting colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm getting crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to go blue and yellow with these guys. It's going to be fun. Is it a purple and green going blue and yellow? Yeah, fun. Fun. Yeah. It's fun. And then, uh, fun. yeah, my kid decided after we were playing our game, he says, well, I want to play this game too. That's my fault. Yeah. And he said he wanted to collect the Stormcast Eternals. So I, I got pick- a whole bunch of Stormcast Eternals you might want to buy. Okay, sure. I might be calling you. I, 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 I knew you had a bunch in your, your game room, so I was going to call you and contact you about that. I do not want them. So I collected the Vanguard set, which has the guys on the little like. Griffins. The Griffins. The Eagle slash the, the Walking Eagles. Oh, the, the newer ones. Things. I don't have those. Either. Yeah, yeah. So I found a box of those and I got those for him. And he put together his first. He put it together himself. I helped him a little bit. Um, but I primed. He's going to start painting it. Did he's going to glue his fingers together? Not yet. I've been teaching him. Oh. Maximum effort. So I'm doing tons of hobby. Um, and of course, putting Tiffany's models together and building her <laughs> tree revenants and oh. um, dryads and Kurnoth hunters. And, I have a whole bunch that's already put together. Yeah. You don't have to put together. Yeah, for she me. bought a bunch of models from Tyler already put together. Thank God. So I have to they do are it. covered in dog hair, so I'm figuring out how to like like Air bring that into my army. Air compressor. No, I'm just gonna soak them in. It's air compressor. Not now, when you get a model suit. from Tyler, they're covered in dog hair. Yeah, good thing my, my I think there was vomit not too. been covered in dog hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because the well one, he does the painting at work, but not all air airbrushes, well, like there. it dries really fast. So the dog hair doesn't have time to stick. Mm. So that was my maximum effort. I got Swarm Lords, Hormagons, AOS Bloodbound, building Stormcast Eternal models, Dryads. Yeah, I think I had more than you, right, Tiffany? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you win, Ray. You win. <laughs> you want to tell you you win? Well, I didn't win. Okay. I beat you next time, though. So you win. You're going to put a lot of stuff together and then give it to Tyler? Yeah. Okay. That's, I'm not gonna paint shit. You fucking I, I paint shit. I'm having fun. Um, <clears throat> yeah, fun. 
Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about the fun. So I am having a lot of fun painting these models. And um, so I have been watching Andy paint models for like six, eight years. How old is Logan? Seven, almost eight. So eight years. Um, so I have all of these dryads. Well, I had... 15 I needed to paint, but for the first game, for the 500 points, I only had to paint 10, which means that now I have to paint the other five. <laughs> but um, it is time consuming, but I am. <laughs> what the fuck is going on over here? <laughs> Fucking Ray, man. Um, I have all these. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ray, man. I guess you would consider dryads to be a horde army, so there are a ton of them. Right now, yeah. Right now I have, I think I have 15 painted. Um, I'm working on the last couple of them, but I'm trying to get She's getting with the airbrush. No, I like the, I like actually painting them. Picking my Mm. colors. No, 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 no. You should see see my armies. It's going to happen right here. I'm going to get a table right here. I'm going to add an airbrush system right here next to the window. So I don't want an airbrush. I just need a table where I can sit at for more than like 20 minutes to paint because after a while your back starts to hurt. And then you stop and then you just keep drinking. I'm really into the office again right now. So I'm painting and watching the office. Well, I took a picture the other night of uh, wine and Warhammer. You may have seen it. I saw this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, went to sleep early that was her painting. <laughs> oh. The two bottles of wine and some Warhammer. It was fantastic. I was just going to make fun of you for drinking wine. but I drink wine. Oh, man. That was a good bottle of wine. It was a fantastic bottle of wine. $9 and a five-cent wine sale at BevMo. You just have to drink the right wines. I when had you, wine one time. It was the worst fucking hangover ever. When you drink those cheap, 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 like, what is that? Kendall Woods or Robert Mondavi. <laughs> Mondavi. I think that's or, his name. Or Flip Flop. Oh, I love Flip Flop. Barefoot. Wine. Shut up. Und the Naked Grape. The Naked Grape, yeah. That would be it's, your favorite. It's wine in a naked box grape. that's in a bottle. They do make it in a box now. They do make it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. We're gonna have to teach this guy how to. So, drink so wine. You're, you're painting some dryads. Some I'm Kernoth painting hunters. some dryads, Kernoth hunters. I'm just like and you're having fun. I, I I'm picking a color and painting that color across all my models, and then going back and picking another color and painting that across all my models. So you're having fun. Yes, I am. And that's what it's all about. I did like I'm straight hobbying because um, Alex doesn't cover doesn't cover doesn't carry. Ooh, I'm drunk. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Unfortunately, Alex doesn't carry Vallejo, and I love their paints. So Vallejo paints are very nice. Yeah. Instead of going over to that store that we don't talk about anymore, the store that should not be named. Yeah. yeah which they don't carry Vallejo anymore. <laughs> the shitty store that drives away fucking actual people that know how to play the game. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. It teaches people not. I actually to have play my own personal slut shaming SoCal games and slut shaming. <laughs> But anyways, I went on Amazon and I bought the whole Vallejo box set so that I could have any color at any time because they're impossible to find. I called every hobby store around here. Yeah. They don't have it. Yeah. On on Amazon, they have a great deal for the Vallejos. Yep. Yep. Pick it up. Pick it up. Vallejo Um, is very nice. 
You so, want to hear my? You want to hear my hobby slit shaving story? Sure. Sure. As long as you don't use the name of said store. Oh shit! Beep it out. So you went to that Beep. store. I went to that store looking for pink paint because I'm a girl, and my model. You're a girl. I am. Okay. I would hope so for Annie's sake. <laughs> You don't know me. <laughs> hey, you do know me, but <laughs> whoa! You say that like he knows you, like Not in the biblically, but like, he the knows carnal me. sense. <laughs> um, I went over there looking for pink paint because my dryads have flowers on them, and I want my flowers to be painted blush. Not bashful. bashful. Just blush. These models that are supposed to be commencing war and killing are not supposed to be goddamn pink. Well, they have butterflies. They have butterflies on them. and owls and dragonflies on them. Get that shit off. And I have a worm that will eat your face off. So blush and bashful? Blush and bashful. Honey, her colors are pink and pink. No, her colors <laughs> are blush and bashful. But anyways, so I go up to the cash register and there is a guy there. He knows who we are. He taught my kids how to play Pokemon and I hope he's listening. He don't. No. But I'll make sure you tag him though. Sweet. Like you tagged Richard's wife? So. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was I was listening to the last podcast and I said that and I was like, wow. Yeah, I tagged Richard's wife. I'm like, dude, you can't go around saying you're tagging people's wives, man. <laughs> tagging really tagging people's fiancés. <laughs> that was really bad. So, so he asked me the typical customer service question. Did, did you find everything you were looking for? And I said, no, man. When are you guys going to get pink paint back? And he's like, oh, well, you know, pink's been a really big color. And I was like, yeah, because you guys got, you know, pink horrors are really big right now. And he goes, so your husband's having him having you paint his paint models. Your- and I went, no, I'm fucking painting my own. Bitch, my man knows how to paint his own models. <laughs> and I took my though. paints <laughs> and I left. <laughs> but seriously. You got I'm spending money in your goddamn store. Shut the fuck up, take my money, and then talk shit about me when I leave. Like everybody else does. <laughs> well, the, well the, it's the same store that's teaching these group of people how to play the game wrong. So. Well, good. Good. So we should all go over there and play their fucking lame-ass tournaments. I don't think I'm even allowed in there anymore. I don't think so either. I, I think I would actually get kicked out. You might. You might. <laughs> Maybe if we dress you up like a girl. I'll be a hot girl. Then I'll be fucking hitting on me. We'll get you. We'll get you some. Oh, but I won't. We'll get you some I won't fake. Shave off my beard though. We'll get you- <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to imagine wait, wait. with a blonde wig and your dark ass beard, wait, wait. walking in there with heels and a short skirt. I found a. I found a Facebook page of a lady who sells makeup and she has a beard. What? And she rocks the like. Oh, there's there's a beard ladies wearing lady makeup. That, um, when I do my deliveries, and it looks like your there's beard. A su- this there's a subway manager. I cannot look at her. There's literally (laughs) a beard, like a goatee coming around. No, it's not as like mine, but like you could see, you could physically, like it's not a little bit, it's not peach fuzz. There's hair there. And it's really hard to not laugh. To not, to not (laughs) look straight into the beard. (laughs) Not look at the beard. So I like always like just look down. Excuse me, sir. I mean, ma'am. I mean. I have to go. It. Wait, <laughs> Whatever that's, you that's are. another story, too. Freaking, I, was, I was at a SDSU, right? Yeah. Fun college, delivering. And Uh-oh. there's this lady, or I think it was a lady. I, I don't know. but uh, <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, 
you know, maybe she every was time transitioning. Store is, it's a different Ray. You guys would never fucking recognize me if it was if you actually saw me at work because I'm like polite and all this dumb what? shit for work. What? <laughs> so, so like you know, good morning, ma'am. Like, Whoa. you know, how you doing? And she looked at me, or it looked at me, or he looked at me, and eyes instantly started watering up. And I was like, what is going on? And then just left the subway for, like, the whole delivery. And then, by, like, towards the end of the delivery, and I was there for, like, an hour and ten minutes fucking doing their shit fucking store. <laughs> and then she comes shit back, and there's nothing but, store. like, dry tears, like, super red. I was like, what the fuck? What she the was wearing fuck? makeup. I don't know what the fuck. Because if there were dry tears. Were, are you not a guy? Or are you not a girl? Like, I don't... Are you a guy? Like, I was very I was very confused. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I thought it was funny that she started instantly crying when I called her a man. Maybe oh. she was in look she man was, like, old. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Or matronly. I don't know. Um, what the fuck are you supposed to say nowadays? Good eye, mate. Hi. hey yo. Person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. Sup. Hey, you with a face. Yeah. I got a delivery for you. <laughs> just, just finger guns. <laughs> finger guns, yeah. Don't even like. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I don't know you what you there, are, or who you are, but like, buddy, uh. pal. Yeah. So that was maximum effort. <laughs> Ray maximally efforted his way into making some dude cry because he called it it or her, ma'am, <laughs> or a girl, or ma'am. ma'am. I don't know. Ma'am. Still confused to this day. Could have been upset about something else. Could have still been a girl and just been on her period. Just upset. It's the worst. Just gotten pregnant. Isn't that sexist, what you just said? No. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Look, you're Pretty on your period. monthlies, you're going to get upset, okay? It happens. Oh, man. Heidi pregnant? God damn it. <laughs> the pale elf, all <laughs> pregnant. My normal self, you know, poking fun all, all the time that I do, and then she brings it up like three days later that <sighs> I said something. I was like, I wasn't being serious. God, bitches bringing up what? old shit. Bring up old shit. I don't really do that. Serious, it was a joke. (laughs) I don't know why we're crying right now. Andy's really good at bringing up old stuff. I really, I really hate crying. If you ever want to make me uncomfortable, just start crying. Hey, understood. (laughs) (laughs) I literally cry every single day. I've been watching The Office. Yeah, she cries all the time. So that's been maximum effort. We took a quick break. We'll be back. Conclusion of the show. Good break. Do you believe the emperor protects, or do you believe a false god sits on the golden throne, and death to the false emperor? Regardless of whether you're a loyalist or a traitor, go to www.flyingmonkeycon.com. www.flyingmonkeycon.com is Kansas' biggest wargaming convention with Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age of Sigma, Kings of War, X-Wing, Horus Heresy narrative events. It promises to be an amazing event set on the river of Wichita, Kansas at the Drury Inn. Get your tickets soon, the weekend of June 22nd through 24th, right here in the air, capital of Kansas. See you there. And we are back. Um, it's been a long show. I'm drunk. I Tif- have to pee. Tiffany's drunk. She has to pee. Ray was drunk. He has to drive home. <laughs> That's the aftermath. So I was, I was, I was drinking after, out of my Raiders cup. 
You know, it's the racist fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I gave Ray, Ray the Raiders cup because I figured he's Latino. He's Mexican. He's a beaner. He must like the Raiders. He doesn't like football, but every Mexican loves the Raiders. Go Raiders! Wait, what? Fucking dumb as shit. You don't like football? <laughs> no. You don't like sports. I don't oh, like, I don't yeah. Like, I don't like people that kneel down during the flag. National anthem. I could give a fuck. He's a deplorable. Ray's a deplorable. Aren't we deplorables? No. 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 You guys are libtards. We're libtards. Oh, that's us. Yeah, it's us. We're libtards. He's a deplorable. We're libtards. I literally could care less. Just... Well, I'm Andy's friend. Obviously, I care less. <laughs> I'm good yeah, if you're my friend, you I... care less about your life. If you know if you're friends with me, you care less about your life. <laughs> I don't care who sits or stands or it kneels takes, during the national special, anthem. Special people to be my friend. It takes a very special person to be Andy's friend. If you don't care about your life, you care less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if you don't mind being made fun of and talk shit about, you can be Ray's friend too. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you don't get offended easily, or if you get offended easily, if you don't care. Well, the thing you can get offended, but it depends on how you deal with it. Because I always poke fun at fucking James all the time. Yeah. That's hilarious. Remember at the tournament? I was like, yeah, I'm going to go make this guy mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. James is really religious. I'm oh, yeah, 100% I know. negative, 100% religious. Remember, oh, me too. Remember I asked you if I could control him so bad that he left the team? Yeah. I didn't give a shit. He doesn't listen to the show, so I can say this now and re- release it. Like, I, can I take his place? My, the team to Matt dynamic of fucking uh, Dark Side Gamers is very weird. and it, it, It's pretty much... I don't give a fuck if you guys don't like each other. You're on the same team. I don't fucking care. Can 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 we discuss the gamers portion of this? Why isn't it why is it gamers versus versus gaming? Dark side gaming? Yeah. Because it's gamers. I don't know. <laughs> you're you're asking Ray to, to talk about like put things and stuff. Pronunciation and punctuation and English language. Uh, yeah, I don't know. he speaks English, but he doesn't know it that well. Uh, as Bam put it, I speak Shire. Shire. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Hobbit. So. Ray is a Hobbit. It is, it is confirmed that Ray is a Hobbit. An angry Hobbit. An angry Hobbit. All right, I'm cool with that. I'm is, down with that. Is he a, is he a cool. North Pole yeah. Hobbit? There's a North Pole Hobbit. Is he a North Pole Hobbit? No, they're in the Shire. No, those are um, angry elves. elves. Yes. Santa's elves, yeah. I'm not an elf. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's an elf aficionado, but he's a hobbit. Sure. You love elves. You're deeply <laughs> into elves. You cover elves all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aficionado. Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. elf has so, like, big there's, boobs there's and a, a fat ass. There's a, elves, elf females always have big boobs and fat asses, though. I think that's the main draw. Just the ones I, think, I show you. I think just your the, pale elf has big boobs and a fat ass. She has huge boobs and a really fat ass. Yes. Right, which is why you're totally into her. Yeah, and she keeps getting pregnant. <laughs> That has everything to do with our inability to pull out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally understood. And so, white girls. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a great show. <laughs> <laughs> but really the most important part. So we covered some 
games played. A little bit of the chess clock. Be looking for an episode on chess clocks and new tournament rules coming up. We we'll actually a, get a game with one. Chess yeah, clocks? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, opinion will change. Yeah, I'll get a game with one. I don't have an opinion yet. Um, I'm not for or against. I'm just, you know, I want to see what happens. You're being a libtard. I am being yeah. a libtard, yeah. I'm open to all sorts of ideas and that interpretations. Yours, and then you're going to yell about it loud on the Well, yes. see, see, what he does is he goes on a date that's not a date with the chess clock, and then it's a date. And then he sees what happens next. You know, then I get the chess clock pregnant, yeah. and then I own it. <laughs> then I own it. <laughs> yeah, then I own yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm sure he's going to be playing the chess clock. Uh, and then, of course, look for the our, um, our Tau Codex review with... Um, Actual he- players. Keith Barry and Nick Hill are going to show up. So be pre- on the twenty fourth here. Yeah, over here. Yeah, I like Nick Hill. We're going to barbecue, play what some games. Did he say that I kept getting a kick out of Ting? Yeah, <laughs> you were making fun of his accent. <laughs> you fucking racist motherfucker! That. You I were making that. fun. Of- <laughs> he goes, He's like, <laughs> I- I'm pretty sure. Like, I was not in the room, but he was like looking at his mouth and every time he said it he's like I like the way you say it Ray, Ray was getting this look in his eyes like his, his eyebrows kept raising up and down and Nick Hill like say thing ting, ting. <laughs> why do you say ting and not thing he goes <laughs> like he, he could see his mouth like really try to pronounce it ting <laughs> It was great. It was, it was fantastic. Great. Every every time, I think it was a highlight of that podcast, along with all the information that went with it. Yeah, when yeah. I was listening, I laughed every time. I'm excited to have Nick Hill back. I'm excited to get Keith Barry well, here if in the he podcast. This one and that you were talking shit about him. The 24th. If if you're listening to the show and you know we're talking shit about you, it's because we love you. Okay, you have to know that by now. You have to know. Alex was here last week. We talked mad shit, and he instantly regretted coming back to the show. Uh, all the crap we talk about, Phil. I guarantee he's going to try really hard not to say T. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's going to double down on Ting, and it's going to be every down. other word. That's uh, That sounds like a porno I saw once. Double down on Ting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's for another edition of the no, wait, wait. What have we been drinking? What have we been drinking? Oh, yeah. Stop. yeah. Oh, definitely. We, we don't, already went over it. You're trying we to rush no, it. No, we didn't. We, didn't, oh, we, yeah, we discussed it, but we didn't finish. Actually, the last we didn't talk about what we thought. So the oh. same beers from last week. We're bringing them back again this week. Oh, <laughs> it's been a whole week since we recorded. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold <laughs> yeah. up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You were drinking you this last week without me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All yeah. of like an hour and a half ago. God. Okay, well, we're, we're gonna go back to the future now. So yeah, I can Ray, have last week's donuts, fa- donuts and beer, fantastic. I if you've not had I a breakfast of donuts and beer, you have not lived. Okay, not lived I, I was way. gonna, I was Mer- gonna grab up some, Merca. I was Merca. gonna grab up some burritos, but I had two donuts. So we can still get burritos. It's America. Anything we want. So Ray uh, and my wife have been drinking the Latitude Thirty Three Blood Orange IPA. She's had yours too. Mm-hmm. No, no, I had the stouts. No, she had one too. No, I did not. No, that was Alex. Oh, no? Alex drank one and I poured the rest I... of his. He only drank the one. He poured it in the glass and he didn't drink it. So I, I technically drink. don't yeah. drink those. But the blood orange. So, you two, tell I me what you thought about the, the Latitude 33 Blood Orange IPA from wanna, Vista, California. I don't want to know how you technically do drink those. I don't know. So vicariously through Andy. You used the word vicariously. That's <laughs> very good, Ray. Yeah, see, I learned. What's it mean? Uh, Use it in a sentence. 
I can't do that. <laughs> I vicariously he, drink He just you. used it in a sentence, <laughs> but he couldn't use it in a sentence when I asked him to. Um, I actually, I really like this, and I saw it in my refrigerator last night, and I was like, so this is mine. Where is yours? <laughs> yeah, the Blood Orange IPA is definitely, I liked it. And then I tried the whole pour whatever whatever the fuck you said. Yeah. It was beer. You didn't taste okay. the difference. I don't know the fuck. So we talked about this last episode about how you, actually the way you're supposed to drink a beer is just to pour it into a glass and really make the head rise. You know how I like a good good head, right? Well, um, one that should know is in, should be in this room. <laughs> so, so basically, oh, we're gonna get into it. Oh, yeah, but so um, it, it's supposed to help with well your burps and farting and everything, but you've been burping and farting anyway. But, well, that's what you do, right? That's, that's why I gave you the Raiders glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah racist motherfuckers. Um, but you would you, compared to say the Twenty First Amendment we've had before, Ooh. the Blood Orange. What did you think? I like the Twenty First Amendment. Yeah, yeah. So we're quite put we're putting the Twenty First Amendment. I think yes. So they're very because comparable. I don't remember like two days ago. But you have good memories of the Twenty First Amendment, like the, the Blood Orange IPA that they have. I just had it yesterday. <laughs> All right. But the Twenty First Amendment, like they're one of my favorite beers. Like their their watermelon Breweries, Dorado yeah. is or um, their sessional is very good. Um, they have lots of really good beers. But this is very good. If you're looking for something local here in the Southern California, San Diego region, the Latitude 33 is very comparable. Yeah. Very, very close. Um, the Wyans, what I've been drinking is their Get Roasted Coffee Stout. This is the second beer from them we've tried. The first one was their Apricot Ooh. beer. Now, I'm not a fan of Apricot in my beer. <laughs> I've tried a couple of Apricot beers, and it's just, it's just not my thing. you know. And this, as far as coffee stouts go, also not one of my tops. Um, I prefer, I know you don't like stouts, right? It's don't not, like sh- it's just not your favorite. I get that. It's just not the beer you like. Let me try it. Um, I like stouts. No, this is the, actually, that's not, oh, that, that's, that's not the, the one. Yeah, Condor. that's not the one. That's, that's not it. the one. Yeah. Sorry. I switched to another stout eventually. I was keeping the train rolling, but, um, the, the Wyans, I've tried a couple of their beers now and it's just, uh, they're here local in Temecula. It's just not one of my necessarily favorites. The coffee stout was okay. It had a good coffee flavor. Um, but, um, the, um, uh, the, the modern times, they've got a coffee stout nitro. Oh my God. It's just amazing. When you pour that, it creates this nice little head on top, which is actually very tasty. Which he had yesterday. I had last night. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's like the whipped cream on top of a freaking uh, hot chocolate. It's very flavorful. You get whipped cream on top of your hot chocolate? No, it's like. If you were to get whipped cream on top of your hot chocolate, the head that you get on top of a stout, it's like on a Guinness, for instance, where the foam rises to the yeah, top. It's, so you're it's not really... handing over your man card? No, 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 I've never handed over my man card. Just saying. Well, I don't. I don't get the caramel frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who gets frou frou with your coffees, there, bitch. Okay, so. Hey, motherfucker, I like good things. <laughs> but uh, I've tried two of the wines. I mean, it's it's it's, it's okay for a, a stout. Um, not necessarily my favorite so far, but we'll keep rating them. I think the 21st Amendment right now, like, their two beers are, like, my favorites right now. They're Watermelon IPA. They're Sessional. Yeah, I don't know. I like my Garage Brewery. Oh, the Garage is very good. We've had a couple of the Garage ones are very good. We need to do the Black Market ones. I don't know where they're at. You're in Temecula. Are they in Temecula? Yeah. So we'll give those a try. 
We can do a black like market rush for the next episode. I like their half. Their half is very good. Yeah. So, what we've been drinking? Uh, the wines are here local in Temecula. Give them a try. Um, the stout, if you don't like our good. reviews of them, yeah. If you think I'm full of shit, let me know yeah. I'm full of shit. You know, if you like their beer, tell me. But the wines, the coffee stout's pretty good. Um, did not like the apricot, but I don't like any apricot beers. I'm not a fan of the apricot in the beer. Don't apricot my beer. Ooh, what's that blood orange one we have in the refrigerator that we can't drink? The blood orange one we have in the... Oh, no. That was a different beer. That we didn't drink terrible. that one this No. No. Remember the... Um, so we don't need to talk about it. No. No, we didn't. Yes, we're not talking about it. I, I keep trying to put it in like, people's bags, and they just keep trying to give it back. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure I stuck a couple of them in Heidi's uh, diaper bag the last time she was here, and she like was... put them back no, on her counter. That's the reason why Evelyn was so tipsy and <laughs> I was like, here, Heidi, these are Why for are you. So <laughs> well, that's been another edition of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. I am, of course, your host, Andy. I am joined by my best friend, Ray. Yeah, you know I don't rule. And my ball and chain, Tiffany. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Trick up! <laughs> <laughs>